Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings podcast, the podcast that I don't host, um, but it is hosted by Edgar Montplazier, Jackie Sneal, and Carl Tart. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit, shit people care about. I don't know how to put it, it's like... Podcasts are like a mosh pit, and if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics, to back and forth, to plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring, Basquiat with the crowny thing, but the comedians with the crowny thing, so you better bow down to the Culture Kings. I think what it is is that there are certain white people who are, uh, and maybe we could start recording. I don't know. Uh, uh, there are certain white people who are raised in this uh, bubble, like you know what I mean, like in this yeah. bubble where they're never told no in a certain way, so that to hear that no is mind rocking to them. To hear no, yeah, to hear mm-hmm. a certain kind of no. Because they've obviously heard the word no, but like to hear no of like no, you can't skate here, or no, you can't do this. Like, kind of or resistance. no, I don't want to date you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That has that has caused a lot of problems in my life. Mm. Yeah, recently. Yeah, of me being like, hey, I'm not into this. Yeah, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? Uh, I think that situation particularly pertains to the oversexualization of black men and. People pointing out and thinking that we're like these sexual deviants who can't not control our yeah, urges. We can't yeah. control we our dicks. To, yeah, we have to fuck everything. We fucking we to, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just, so hmm. when when, a, when yeah. a girl goes, I put myself out here and you rejected it. Yeah. How dare you? Like they're so offended by that. Yeah. Meanwhile, no. the narrative is pushed of toxic masculinity, which is real. Yeah. 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 Of course. Because there is there is very limited emotional range that society has given men like for example when you hear like the shooter in the most recent shooter school the shooter most who, oh yeah who shot, or the bomber uh no the shooter oh okay before right before the bomber this is ridiculous that we're having this conversation uh yeah i would shooter, literally just say that on dailies like us it sounds like the 80s yeah like yeah. we're like oh the shooter or the bomber the shooter or, or the, the bomber yeah uh or the big fat bomber uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh yeah, the yeah, the shooter shot that girl. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, he's a love sick teen. No, first of all, he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh but secondly, then the conversation starts to arise about entitlement with men and stuff like that. And I go, Yeah, there is there is a, a an imbalance with that as far as because of like I said, because of men's emotional range as opposed to women's emotional range. Women are much more emotionally in tune than men are. Mm-hmm. We are happy, sad, and angry. Now, happy and angry, really, like and hungry. I guess that's not an emotion. Notice that yeah, I understand your point. Yeah, one hundred percent. You get pretty sad but, and depressed. Yeah, yeah. Not, but like, I understand what Carl's saying. Like, okay, it's like now yeah. that these emotions are finally being introduced into like with men being portrayed in even of these ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Black Panther was such a powerful movie because it showed like a bunch of men crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T'Challa which, was sad. Yeah, he was straight up sad. Like, which doesn't happen. So, like. When that's why superhero that toxic masculinity, yeah, that's why that toxic masculinity thing is pushed because of yeah of when men get hap- un- unhappy, mm-hmm. they do crazy things, yeah, like shoot people and stuff like that. One thousand percent. But the other side of that is like, I would say that's one of those things that might be a, a tad bit more equal than we give it credit for, as far as people's 
feelings and emotions go with, with certain things. Like, yes, there are not female mass shooters unless they are put up to it by men. I totally get that. And, mm-hmm. But there are girls who slash your tires when you cheat. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't hear about that. We don't talk about that. Like, yeah. As, or or you don't hear you don't hear. If you cheat on me, girl, I'm gonna cut your titties off. Yeah, but you hear like I'm if you cheat on me, I'm gonna cut, cut your dick, dick off. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw that happen in the Game Over Man, that new Netflix with the uh, workaholic oh, boys. Spoiler alert! Oh dang! <laughs> I also Sorry. thought you made you just really saw somebody get their dick cut off. Uh, I, 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 I was like, man, your life. life. No, <laughs> my mom did. My mom did. Your mom's your mom cut at Carnival dick. in Haiti. Your mom cut somebody's dick off. <laughs> no, she saw someone get their dick cut off. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine it's if your game. mom told you that story? I'm not talking about Haiti. Edgar, no <laughs> you're not gonna talk about Haiti no more, Carl. <laughs> no, you got upset with me. <laughs> no, I you, did you see that Facebook you. post? <laughs> no, what, what thing? I don't, don't, don't worry I, about it. Don't, I don't be it. on it. Uh, what happened? What did it say? Just they got mad that we were laughing. <laughs> So we oh. last week, last week, <laughs> last week we talked about our ideal weddings, mm-hmm. and Edgar was like, "I want to get married in Haiti." I said I, I thought, uh, and <laughs> and like Carl started laughing, and I started laughing, and Edgar was like, "Man, that's fucked up," and you were laughing too. Uh, but uh, your was, laugh was more reserved. Was yeah, but he knew why we was laughing. We weren't laughing at. And we got called out for it. Like that shit was ignorant. I was like, "You yeah. right? Sure, let it be ignorant. You right? Ain't nobody perfect." Yeah, hey, person who called it out as being ignorant, how do you feel about Mexicans? That's a very fair point. <laughs> and I bet you don't like them. Uh, it's a very oh, fair wow. point. It's a very fair <laughs> point. My, no, I wow. understand what you're saying, and I think it's a very fair point, which is yeah. why I wasn't that heated on it. All I said was I didn't want that to be the uh, the title of the episode. No, it would, mm. I mean, no. I, I, get, I, I didn't fight you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh that was the but wildest. I get why I get why you guys were <laughs> no, but I understand what Carl was saying, and I, it's something that I agree with, which is why you guys have seen in recent years I have backed off of the word woke a lot. Is mm-hmm. because ah uh, 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 people sorry you you said it. Hey yeah. man, wait, you said hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this dude? Oh should we? Oh shit, should we That's do so it? true. We've been talking to this dude. We haven't said shit. Oh, okay. like we were somebody going to. just somebody just wandered in our studio. I don't know, man. What's up, I, y'all? What's up, bro? Oh, what's up, man? man How you doing? I'm good. Well, first let me let me say this. You guys know what you're listening to. It's the Culture Kings. You got Jacquees here. We got Carl here. We got Edgar here. But we got another motherfucker in the room. A cool motherfucker. A real motherfucker. We got our homeboy, R.J. Walker, in the room. What's up, brother? What's happening, brothers? Uh, if you don't know who R.J. Walker is, you're missing out. But maybe you know him as Clark County from the FX show Atlanta. Uh, is it Clark County, boy? No, Clark County. It's, it's just, just Clark, Clark County. It's just Clark County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, your last episode, so fucking funny. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, loved it. it. Uh, but yeah, we, we well, I didn't know you personally, but everybody in the in the room kind of knew you. I met RJ. the comedy community. I, RJ is an improviser as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. many of your faves on TV do improv comedy when yep. y'all want to shit on it. Not mm-hmm. a game. But uh, <laughs> Get your reps in. Get your I, fails in. in. I met RJ before I went to Amsterdam. In like 2012. Oh, wow. When, oh, no, 2013, because it was, I met you when I started doing a lot more with UCB stuff, and it was right before I left. I remember I it you. was uh, one of the first things I saw you in was Palapalooza. Yeah. Was I playing with Bootsy or were we playing with white women? I don't know if you were playing with white, was it playing, were we playing with white women? I don't remember, honestly. But I remember you, though, and you were hilarious, bro. Thank you, man. No I cap. appreciate it. Yeah. I wish other people respected me as much. <laughs> I think Kyle. they do. Oh, you Kyle. You just, just says you don't There's have to respond. No, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to I get it. He hungry. <laughs> he got the right attitude. Yeah. What were you? What were you about to say, RJ? Well, uh, uh, no, 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 nothing much. I was just saying, you know, that's where I remember you from. 
And, uh, you know, I've been knowing you ever since. You've been cool ever since. Thank you, man. Yeah. And um, then I met Edgar. Uh, well, actually, the first time I seen you was at, I think, one of the jams at, at the Inner Sanctum. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. And then we actually, like, knew each other when it, when we joined the Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. for that day. Yeah, I was, well, you, I was there for two days, but you were there for one day, missed, and then came back. But when you came back, I was no longer there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you do that show? Yeah, that the first, first one. Show? I, did I the, was there. You were there. I was. I wasn't in Colin Kaepernick. I was in the audience. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I know who all is in there. It's a big group. But <laughs> it's I a know. big ass group. It's like it's thirty, but I will remember one nigga. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was like yeah. six or seven it black was six people. Six or seven black. Yeah. We were still trying to figure it out. It was. I just like the community we uh, built. Yeah. Because, yeah. and I, and I mentioned it when we would have church is what we would call it. We would have church on Sundays. The shows were cool, but what we built every Sunday at Donna's house. Uh, shouts out to Donna. Thomas for uh, Yo, shout out to Donna. Uh, Donna. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we built this, like this this temple of trust amongst each other, and it was scary at first because I got crazy trust issues. I got crazy mm -hmm. trust mm -hmm. issues. I've been done dirty. Um, but it was cool to like you know get a free therapy session through improv of sorts, and it, yeah, was, it was just real cool. And that was that was during the time where I mean, obviously the team was called the Colin Kaepernick, so it was after he had started kneeling. Uh, but it was also right during when, when the entire country actually cared about black social injustice. Uh, sudden, we've moved on from that now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was like pre. It was pre-election too, which was yeah, really yeah. That was rough. So to see how the group's dynamic kind of changed after the election was also very interesting. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff. Was yeah. Colin Kaepernick kneeling pre-election? That's crazy. He yeah, was. he was. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was. Damn, time flies. It does. Dude. Yeah, it's no. Been two years. Doesn't it feel like it's been like 10 years? Yeah. 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 All the shit that's been happening. Stormy Daniels is being interviewed on CBS right now. Right now as we speak? Is oh. she going to take down uh, Trump? For the West Coast feed, yeah. Oh, no, shit. Down? I can't wait to see these clips. Here's what I... Here's, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think it's a good idea. For that her she, to be interviewed? I think... You think she's going to mess up? Man, and this... Think? I don't know. Maybe... Maybe people are gonna come at me and sound like, "Oh, Edgar goes for Trump." How low are we gonna like stoop for this nigga? That's what I'm wondering. Is like, how filthy is this? Like, how down no, dirty are we willing to get? Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I don't give a fuck because if it was Obama in the office, they would be throwing fucking fireballs at the White House. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. If he like accidentally touched the knee of a woman. So this motherfucker, which he did, which and everybody he, was like, "Oh my god, yeah. he cheated on his wife." And yeah. and so the motherfucker who actually fucks porn stars, and look, I ain't saying nothing about fucking porn stars. Do your sure. thing, brother. Sure. Rappers do it. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't. And pay, <laughs> and then pay off. And this man is the president of the United States. No, yeah. he deserves all the vitriol he fucking. Gets I mean, but he didn't do it when he was president. So? Like, I don't know, man. I I just think that like we're playing the game that the other side plays. And that's why that, I don't like becoming the ones that you oppose, becoming your enemies. Yeah, yeah. It's, one thousand uh, percent. We'll, I don't necessarily. This I isn't. Don't know. This isn't that different. I mean, I guess it is different in the sense that Bill Clinton was president when he did what he did. But we didn't like it then. Why are we doing it now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's me personally. I don't enjoy it. Uh, here's here's here is where I think the difference falls is with a lot of other people that something like this would probably be a singular event. Mm. Whereas with our current president, it's just one more thing on top of another thing, on top of another thing, on top true. of another thing. True, that's very so true. So it's just like, all right, man, how many things you got? <laughs> like, yeah. how many 
get out of the news, nigga. Like, there <laughs> yeah. was times where I didn't hear Obama's name for like four or five months. Yeah, they yeah. were cool giving him a break. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, get out. Like, With this nigga, it's something new every day. It's yeah. something new every month. They're mon- they have like cameras on this guy. They're like monitoring every move and keeping him relevant. Well, even he's also he's- doing it too with his tweets and all that yeah. bullshit. So, I yeah. think in a, in, a, in a small way, it goes back to what you were talking about at the beginning. Uh, white people have never been this let down. Oh, that's so mm. true. Across that's so real, Carl. Yeah. That's so real. It's like they, mm. So they're trying to go for every every single little thing that uh every like it, every single thing that he can possibly they're trying to get him. I was like, you do realize it's gonna be a president for the next three years. Yeah, like he's not going anywhere. He's nothing's gonna happen to him. Can I, can I get my opinion? Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> you knowingly elected somebody who. You have on video saying he would grab a woman by the pussy. Yeah. Don't be shocked when he actually does it. Yeah. Also, I frankly do not care about this, these people. Like, it's not going to change the fact that he's in office. Like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. And I love Anderson Cooper, and I know he, he's the one interviewing her, but I'm still not, I just don't care. It's a ratings Go, push. But it's, but it's the second interview he's done this week. The first one was, his, was this, this ex playmate. And I, I just don't care. I'm all, like, I don't care. It's not going to change the fact that he's in office. It's not something that's going to, like, make no. a difference. So, no. like, so like I'm, I'm, it's it's so irrelevant. Like Nothing's go away. When I was when I was uh, <clears throat> when I was working at Ghosted, this uh, one of my fellow writers would like have uh, uh, like alerts on his phone every time something happened. He'd be like, "Oh, it's getting closer, y'all. You're gonna get indicted. It's, this is gonna happen." We're going to find the P tape. It's like, nothing is going to happen. He's not getting any peach. Like, That's almost a year ago now. Yeah. <laughs> For two reasons. For two reasons. Half the country don't give a fuck. Uh, what he's doing, and even if something pops up for the one millionth time, yeah, uh, like R- Donald Trump ain't new. He's yeah. just yeah. a pawn from the Republican Party that's been doing this shit for years. They not gonna impeach him. They don't give a fuck. This is them. And the he- even if we did impeach him, what's coming up next is <laughs> Mike so Pence. much worse. Yeah, the hype be- behind him getting impeached is like the hype behind the detox. Album. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, like, think is that, that just? Is that? Is it finally out? I don't know. That's never coming out. He's it's come out with another album, out. and it's sad. The detox. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, and that's a sad thing. The detox been coming out for what, 16, 17 yeah, years? Yeah, for a very About long time. Much, since 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 after two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. Dre, Dre, hit us with that detox, man. Unless I don't it's know, trash, that last I get album, it. Yeah, that last album wasn't that. that it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't like I'm still listening to it. Yeah. Speaking of detox. Speaking of <laughs> just rapping in general, uh, we going for those of you who want to hear about some Atlanta stuff. We definitely gonna talk about that. But uh, like I said, I just met you last night. Trap I'm sure we probably seen each other before, but yeah. you know, niggas run in circles. Yeah. Uh, you were doing a show that Carl has done before uh, at the UCB Theater, Trap Prov. Trap Prov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play a rapper on the show. Yes. So. Uh, the some of you guys probably know Lacey. Uh, she does a show at Trap Prov that she had you come through to do like some trap rapping and yeah. trap prov and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, how was that for you, man? Man, uh, if I'm giving my honest opinion on myself, mm-hmm. first off, the show is great. The 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 energy. The other guest, uh, forget her name. I feel bad. Da Haley. Da Haley. Yes. Da-Haley. And I knew that. And she she was great. Like she. As far as team-wise, she won off the gate. Me, however, I feel like I was trash.com. And I think it was because of the energy I had. But this is, here's a little backstory of me. 
walking into Trap Prov. Well, before I, we can, can we tell them a little bit of what Trap Prov is for the people yeah, who so don't yeah. really? Uh, Trap Prov. Uh, Trap Prov is a show put on by Lacey Mosley, somebody who's not banned from culture, uh, from Daily Zion guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, How long is the ban? My ban right now is currently sitting at 16 years. <laughs> I was on, um, I got I was banned on it Friday. When, when, I know. Okay. I saw that. A lot of people hit me up. When I saw, uh, when I saw uh, the detox, when he first announced the detox, that's when I first got banned. <laughs> <laughs> when Eminem first said, don't worry about the detox. We're going to make Dre the do detox it. detox is yeah. way too early. <laughs> this episode. That's when I got banned. It was sponsored by the that's detox like, album. Eminem was like, also... Also, <laughs> Carl's not invited back to Daily Zeitgeist. guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's the real Slim Shady? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Daily Zeitgeist. Trap, 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 trap. Daily Zeitgeist prov is how how prov works. Yeah, it's a show that is basically short form improv games. Which, for those of you who don't know, short form short form is what they do on like. Whose line? Uh, who's line is it anyway? Yes. Just fun games where you make up stuff. They're really fun. Wayne Brady does short form. Versus but the scenic is, improv that we usually versus do. Versus the scenic, scenic like more like a play that we do on norm, normally. Um, trap prov is that who take imagine whose line is it anyway, but all trap music themes, all hip hop themes with uh, improvisers who love and respect hip hop a ton. Yeah, and guests who do as well, and it's it's a really fun show. Yeah, it's really is. It's one of the opportunities where that we don't see a lot in uh in the UCB community. Uh, yeah, it's UCB's mostly white mm-hmm. and shows usually geared to the like I mean we do have shows that are outside of improv but it's usually something like Star Wars or Yeah, there's something. bit shows, there's, yeah. there's stuff that's more it's like it's a lot of it's white leaning. Yeah, white leaning, uh, nerd culture leaning. Yeah. yeah. So trap prov is like for the people like us who it's love good. improv yeah. and also love hip hop music and yeah. fun stuff and and love good energy, kinda, yeah, have good energy. interaction, a mostly Speak black audience, stuff, mostly yeah. black, sold out every time. Real people sold coming, out. people coming dressed up, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, man, it, it, it's Everybody a Wakanda. Yeah. Nah, it is a it is a very attractive crowd. Yes, yeah. it is. It's oh, a yeah. crowd is attractive. It's and, like, and every, yeah, it's always like three white girls who are sitting on stage who I can't look at the whole time. That was just. And I know it's what, true though. RJ was there last night, uh, uh, and I was there last was, night. And as I was saying, yeah, what was it? It's story? A, it was great, but I felt personally because I'm not gonna cut myself no slack because I'm 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 hard on myself. I'm the hardest on myself. So if, I'm a little bit harder on you though. Yeah, wait, I, hey, you sound like big bro. But <laughs> let, but so check this out. I get out of my car. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way to Trap Prov. I'm walking to UCB from the, one of the side streets. I don't remember. I think it's Barham or something. Bronson. A uh, Bronson. Man, mm-hmm. were you following me? But, um, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, thank I think it's just because Barham bar, bar bar is in so Burbank. Far yeah. from, <laughs> one of those. But, uh, it's so far from UCB, frankly. <laughs> like right off the 101. One of those beach streets. And I just had some pizza from Two Boots in Echo Park, right? Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm ready. A nice little pre-improv ritual. So I'm walking to UCB. I see Lou Wilson, my guy who I, you know, watched on American Vandal. Very, very talented young brother. Very funny guy. Very great guy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I try to, you know, build off of his energy because literally, no lie, as he's walking, there's no one around. He does a hop and a skip. No one's around. He just does a hop and a skip. And I'm like, that's the kind of energy we own tonight. I'm rocking with that. Mm-hmm. But I got to pee, right? 
So I'm like, okay, there's this, what is that, the Gelson's right right next door? <laughs> yeah, you had to pee real bad when you came in here today, too. I did. I don't know what it is. I drink a lot. I, I just drink. I drink water. I drink juice. Um, so I go to the Gelson's, mm-hmm. and I pee. I walk out. I got my Neurosonic drink in my right hand, my backpack over my shoulder. Security guard. I'm just walking. I'm not doing anything. Security guard just eyeing me. Now, it's not like I'm eyeing like, okay, I'm recognizing this guy. He's like looking at my hands, looking at my shirt, just mm. checking me out. And me, like, you know, I'm a young black person. I'm of a course. young black man. If, of if, if, if security is eyeing me and ain't saying nothing, I'm like, yo, is we good? Because he also low-key making me nervous. Yeah. Because he a little, he a little, you know, he hit the gym a couple times. You're not trying to get rocked for no reason. But for no reason. So I'm like, but me, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I confront stuff. Mm. So I'm like, yo, what's up, man? And he's like, he just looks at me. And I and then I just keep walking. I leave and I see him like following me out, out the Gelsons, like with his eyes, not not moving after me, but following mm. me. And I'm and, and there's other people in the background that he could be watching. He could be watching this store, yeah. not just me. Yeah. So I walk back in because it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, yo, we got a problem? He's like, No, I, I'm security, man. And I'm like, okay. So and then he just starts walking towards me and then he just stops. And then I just leave. And, I, and, and then the tension is just weird. It's just a weird thing uh. between me and this dude. So I'm already off that. I'm off that energy now. Mm. But I, I shrug it off. I'm like, man, I laugh it off. I'm like, that's funny because he didn't do anything. I'm thankful he, I didn't get hit or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Keep walking. So I try to go to UCB. I try to go towards the back. I don't know the back entrance. So instead, I go through the front. And just dealt with the security guard. Oh. So so now, and I think you are already envisioning what the inside of the front of UCB looks like. You got the manager and the three young white women there. And I'm like, hey, so uh, I'm here for a trap prop. I'm here. I'm, I'm the special guest. She's like, okay, are you in the show? I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm the special guest. I'm here for trap prop. And she's like, uh, okay, just uh, wait here or uh, talk to the manager. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I got to wait in line for that. And I'm already late. Mm. I'm 15 minutes late. And I'm, I'm mad at that. So I'm like, I got I to gotta get in there. I'll tell you why that was. Yeah, but but I know and I'm and, sure I'm sure there's a reason behind and it. And just it, it pissed me out too cuz I met Franklin weekly and yeah. the same thing happened to me. The same show. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck is your problem?" I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> it, it, it happens to me too. I, uh, I we could all talk about this experience. No, no, but after I cut my hair, uh, it would happen to me a lot. Yeah. 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 So so I'm like, "Yo, yeah, I'm I'm supposed to be here like I'm in the show and and then as I'm waiting, you know, people off to the side and you know, the managers, you know, occupied I see them looking me up and down. The, the main one looking me up and down. I just got sized up by the security guard. Mm. I brushed that off. Now I got to brush this shit off. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm supposed to be here. Believe me, yo. I, 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 I went here. I've done shows here. Mm. Yeah. Um, so eventually she's like, okay, go in the back. And then the women who I didn't know if they believed me or not, they're like, oh, do you need some help? I'm like, no, I, I know where I'm going. But I try to be polite. Because, mm. you know, if I show attitude, I'm the asshole of in course, situation. Of course, of course, 1,000%. But you're not, though. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I hope not. So I go to the back, and uh, I see Lacey. I'm like, hey, girl. And she's like, oh, you're on, you're early. And I'm like, I thought I was late. She was like, yeah, you late. And I thought that was funny. I didn't, like, no, I ain't mad at Lacey at all. Shouts out to Lacey, by the way. You run, you run a fucking tight ship. I love everything you're doing. So I make to the back. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so I make it to the so I make, <laughs> so I make it 
So, so I make it to the back in the holding area, and uh, y'all y'all stop laughing at me, man. So, no, it's not you. Uh, yeah, no, this nigga. <laughs> so I make it. So I make it to the back, and I'm like, okay, I'm here finally. I see Lou. I'm I'm happy because I'm like, okay, I'm about to get in some. I'm about to be around some good vibes because I know this dude. I'm, I'm a fan of this dude, and you know he he rocks with me. So we good. We on the same team. I say, hey, what's up to everybody? I see this tall dude with blonde hair, and you know short blonde hair, and I'm like. What's up, man? You Chris Brown or something? And I'm joking. Like, it's a corny joke. It's trash. But what he does is he stares at me, and he looks at everyone else. He gives that, like, yo, this dude thinks it's funny look. And I'm like, yo, I get it. That was a bad joke. I get it. And I'm playing it off. I'm literally, like, not taking it too serious. But I walk. But, you know, time goes by. I walk to the seat, whatever. And Priscilla comes in. And I'm thinking this guy's in the show. I'm thinking he's supposed to be here. He ain't even supposed to be back here. He just back back here hanging out. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, get this dude the fuck out of here. I'm saying it like lightly, but I literally, I literally say, yo, get this dude the fuck out of here. Because you, you fucking up the vibe. So with all that long-winded story, you know, cut short. Um, Your energy I took, was thrown off. Uh-huh. Your energy was My energy off. was off. Mm. So I, and I, I haven't been on stage in a minute. And I'm not giving myself an excuse. I'm just t- telling it like it is. I was trash. I should have been more prepared. Also, I think too. Like, first of all, you being hard on yourself. Uh, you oh yeah, but trash. that, that you, weren't, you weren't trash. Well, I mean, the show. The show was also like I can be the honest one in the room. Yeah. Uh, the show was also not set up to give you as much success, really, <laughs> uh, as it should have been. Uh, uh. Yeah. So, uh, so don't feel bad about that. And two, I think. You say you haven't been on the stage in a minute. Yeah. I think another thing, too, that's different is, uh, like, if this was, say, for instance, two years ago, mm-hmm. it's a difference between probably you two years ago walking on the UCB stage as R.J. Walker mm-hmm. and you yesterday walking on the stage as special guest right, R.J. Special, Walker. Right, yeah. uh, you know, promoted as Clark County with the Yoo-Hoo. Exactly. And, and everyone has the expectation for me exactly. to rap. Exactly. And, and, and Lace- he's just like, this is, I just do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Lacey was like, and, and, you know, Lacey was like, hey, you don't have to rap. You just got to literally just be up there and just look good. And in my mind, I'm like, well, if I do that, people are going to get bored because they're going to be like, why do they pay for this guy to come here? Right. Why do they pay to see him if he's not going to rap, you know? So it was just all weird. I feel like I could have connected with the audience more. I was just nervous. And that's how I feel about Trap Prov. All right. You know. So I'll ask you this. Yeah. I'll ask you, if there was one thing that you wish you could have done yesterday that you wanted to change, I would love to hear it. But. Yeah. I want to hear it right after the break. Okay. All right, we back. We back, we back. All right, RJ. That was a long break. That was, man, we, uh, it's tomorrow. Yes. It's Monday morning. Uh, all right, so if you could do Trap Prop over again, yeah, what would you do? What? I honestly just connect with the audience more. Like, literally just that little thing because I was so nervous that I, I, I drew my energy inward because a yeah. lot of inward energy was already going on per what I told you yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a lot that of up- inward energy. Yeah, a lot of inward <laughs> energy. But um, the other team, I was just trying to take notes after them, and even the people in my my crew, because like everyone else, they were on point. Like I rocked with everyone else. Like everyone was, they kept the energy. Like me. Like, I, I had work, but I liked everyone else's energy. The crowd, everyone else was dope. I just wish I could have served served the crowd a bit better. 
Man, you was popping last night though. Yeah, you was, cool. you was you was you was in it. Yeah, you was in it. Everybody else on that stage literally does shows fucking weekly. Yeah, multiple shows. Like, oh, I'm aware. It's just you yeah. know, you know when you know when you have a good show. Yeah, and you know when you did that shit. Oh, you yeah. did a good show. Well, let's talk about the like the first half of your story a little bit. How how many people do you think? regularly go through that experience the security guard yeah the security guard the getting Mm -hmm. checked at the front door of a place that you perform at regularly are like a member of that community how many people do you guys think go through that often oh oh everybody you mean black people i didn't say black people i said people oh i mean i'll say black people yeah yeah (laughs) whatever number that equates to black i got a story of uh doing that happened to me i was on the i was at the cvs on hollywood boulevard one Mm -hmm. night And this is the this is one of the times where it's a black security guard, like an African dude, which is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> probably from Haiti. And that was a shout out to that to that person who testing <laughs> the waters. <laughs> um, ah, my arm. And uh, <laughs> Carl, come on, bro. <laughs> that Carl, guy, he got a boom Carl, dog. Come on, oh, bro. Hey, I didn't say it. Yeah. Carl. <laughs> Carl, bro, come on. RJ Walker's who said Carl. Come on, bro. The views of RJ Walker do not line up with the views of the coaching. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I'm 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 walking through the CVS, and this dude, because he's black, he is obviously following me, and like ain't no shame in this game. He like, huh? Yeah, I'm following you you now. I'm following you. What's going on? What are you want? You looking for some candy? Mm -hmm. Eating some circus peanuts? And nobody eats circus peanuts. He knew I was eating circus peanuts. (laughs) And um, but then. As I, what happened so funny is that I'm standing in the aisle, and he's following me, and the next thing you know, you hear, please return to the store. And then he like, look, ooh, gross. And then he looks up, runs to the front, and then like goes and checks it out, see what's going on. So then I like finish getting my stuff, go to the front, check out, and then I was like, was somebody stealing? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, yeah, your bitch ass should have been up here instead of following me around the store. That's not, and man, I just nice. walked out. Yeah, man. Like, and I, that, was a, that was one of the first, I was younger, that was one of the first times I had ever, like, cussed out, like, a dude who was clearly, like, much older than me yeah. like, by calling him a bitch ass. And I was like, your bitch ass should have been up here. Uh-huh. Now you somebody's stealing out the store, yeah. you following me around. Following you, you supposed person. to be, like, you a black person. Like, yeah, but, right. Like, I get it. Like, it's Hollywood Boulevard. There's a lot of vagrants and shit coming there, but I wasn't looking like no vagrant. Also, like, when people steal, like, they are way more covert than me. Like, so, I don't know, man. But I have millions of stories. I I also like to follow around the security guard when I catch him following me. Like, Ross Provision and shit. I will follow them around. Yeah. Like, as I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. At Ross, they do it a lot. Like, I'll be in, like, the shoe aisle, and then he'll just come over and just, like, rearrange one of the shoes. I'm like, bro, that's not your job. Yeah, <laughs> we all know you're faking it. Your job is not to rearrange shoes. Your job is to prevent people from stealing. Right. It happens to me at the Vons. Uh, it happened to me at the Vons on uh, Sunset and Virgil. You know that Vons? Mm-hmm. Right yeah. next, across from the street from the Vista, where yeah. the, I was in there with my backpack, and I was just buying a couple of groceries. And she just followed me. And then I went to another aisle. She's still behind me. I went to a third aisle. She's still behind me. And I was like... Are you just gonna be following me then? And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "All right, let's go. I'll give you my list, and you are gonna shop with me." And we just went. We shopped the whole way. She followed me to the thing, and then she was like, "You, you understand why I'm doing it, right? You have a backpack." And I literally pointed to six different white women with bigger backpacks wow. than mine. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Look yep. at this one right here. Yeah. Look at this one right here. You're not following them." She's like, "Yeah, but you know, you know." And it yeah. was a black woman too. And I'm just like, "I know." 
and that's sad. It's sad. It's sad when the because because they probably are under pressure by the higher ups by the higher ups one hundred percent black people one hundred percent. But when it ain't no shame in your game when you do it when you take pride. Like that to me is like some like Bernie Mac from Don't Be a Menace, like the cop that hates black people. Yeah. <laughs> like hate I hate your lips. black gums. I hate, your, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's uh, neck. <laughs> or like, Samuel and um and Django. Django. Yeah, just like yeah. A, a fucking like house, like not even house because that's just like a Uncle Tom. Like yeah, uh, it's Uncle Tom. They, when they take pride in it, when it's yeah. just like yeah. Yeah, don't you think about stealing on my watch? It's like ain't nobody stealing, bro. Yeah, yeah. we we ain't cool like that. And it's just like yeah. I didn't want to be. I didn't cool want to like, be cool. Yeah. We ain't friends. You're right. We ain't cool like. Why that. am I trying? Yeah, come on, man. But uh, yeah. that's not to say that white security guards don't do it. No, yeah, of course. But yeah, it hurts more when it's your own. Company. It hurts more. Yeah, yeah it hurts more. When, when I don't get it, man. I don't get employees who do it. Like I don't give a shit if you steal. Like it ain't coming out of my pocket. Yeah. Like when I used to work at Best Buy. I wasn't clocking people for steal. Like I don't give a fuck. I, it's hard I to don't. steal out of Best Buy. It's not. I mean, like, it, 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 it depends on what, what it is. Like, don't get any ideas, listeners. Uh, yeah, I can steal. We're not. We don't condone yeah. stealing. We don't condone. We frown on thieves. There's probably yeah, somebody listening to this podcast and something stolen from a Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, I bet you it is. We're gonna get stories. Hit yeah. us up. With, hit us up with your theft stories. Yeah. <laughs> if they pass, if they pass the statute of limitations, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag theft story. There have been some Culture Kings fans at shows recently. Yeah, dude. It was, yeah, it was a couple last night at Trap Prof. It was a couple Prof. last night at Trap Prof. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was a couple yeah. of nights uh, earlier in the night. I did the Writer's Room show at UCB where just a, a roster of really cool writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Jackson from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. My brother. Lam- the man. Lamar Woods. Yeah. That you guys all know uh, from New Girl. Sean mm-hmm. Diston from Wrecked and Superstore. Katie Dipple, who wrote... Uh, Ghostbusters, the new one. Also wrote on Parks and Rec for wrote a bit. Part of, wrote on Parks and Rec. Yeah, you got that right. Edgar and uh, who else? Who am I forgetting? Oh, Zach Poitras, who's the head writer at Funny or Die. We all did the Writers Room show. And somebody, I'm trying to find it. Let me let me shout this dude out. Shout shout that dude shout out. Shout out to Brian Dot D O D T. Uh, hilarious show. Damn it, Carl. UCB tonight. Loving the Culture Kings pod. And was glad to see it in human form. Dope. Brian, did you think? Jaquise and Edgar were there just because there were other two <laughs> black guys on stage? <laughs> Probably. they weren't. It was just me. It no, was I'm just, just I'm just messing with you. I know you know that. I know you know that, Brian Doc. <laughs> Thanks for coming through to the show. Uh, but, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, all right. So, and, and, and RJ, you can, you can definitely jump in on this, too. Okay. So, we, so we got an Instagram question from uh, George C. Alexander. Uh, this has been happening a lot where we have white people hit us up and it's like this is the first instance of black America they've come in contact with yeah. which is like you know like I like I appreciate that that's not you, hard to believe it's not hard to believe I appreciate that you're you're fucking with us and you know you're you're using us as your uh your your your, your what am I trying Cultural to say cultural liaisons but also yeah. remember guys yeah. once again I must stress this a ton Especially if if y'all want to know why dudes call us light skin, is because for this reason, black people are not a monolith. Okay, everybody ha- we call ourselves Culture Kings. That's just that's it's just, just a, a cool name. ass name. Cool. I thought it would look good on a snapback. Uh, and it does. Uh, yeah. Um, but my the the logo is really cool. Shout out to the guys. I mean, our original name is probably more in line with what the actual show is. Against the grain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but. We, we couldn't obviously use couldn't use that yeah. <laughs> anymore. But, All right, but here, yeah. here's what he said. He said, well, "Listen, uh, to the well, Carl, can you kind of finish that thought?" Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The 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 people seem to think that all black people are the same. 
and we're not. Everybody's different. Uh, some black people, as we were just talking about, security guards who follow around only black people in stores and stuff, or who the security guards at clubs who make the black people take their hats off as opposed mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. white dudes. Yeah, that happened to me in that, London. That that happens to me a lot, and yeah. I don't like it because I mean, sometimes I ain't got a haircut and I'm balding. Yeah, uh, in, in this room, the four of us are all four of us are different. different. Yeah, uh, yeah. like this, Atlanta. You're on the show Atlanta right yeah. now, and. Uh, the three main characters of that show could not be any fucking different. Well, what was than interesting? Each other, mm. uh, include, and then your your character included. Like it's just so like it shows so many different sides of what it means to be, be black. black. Yeah. I mean, and even to that point, RJ got on the mic and was just like, "Oh man, I'm sounding real white right now." And then I was just like, "Really? I I felt like I was the one who <laughs> well, sounded I, like that." I only say that because people told me that since I was a kid. But oh. and that's such and a I hated that. thing to do. I, but in, in my mind, that, yeah. I feel like I'm the like you know the white black person. On I mean, that's the you that's, are, a, but that's a trash <laughs> take. <laughs> y'all y'all, y'all can say what y'all want, but that's trash. Well, it is you. a trash take. Yeah. It's, it's a trash. I mean, trash I can't tell you how many times black people was like, "What's up, Wayne Brady?" Yeah, I was like, uh, well, oh, "Why?" Because like I articulate and I like to make people laugh. Yeah, so that makes me Wayne Brady. That's basically saying that black people can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, black people don't articulate. That's that's some social conditioning right there. It yeah. tells these black people that we are less than mm-hmm. because we are educated. Or we, yeah. first of all, I'm not that educated. I only went to one year of college. Mm. But, uh-huh. but you're a very smart person. Yeah. And you're very life educated. Uh, uh, life educated. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're well spoken. I think doesn't that's mean what they're shit. speaking yeah. towards. Uh, Donald Trump is educated. Yeah. No, I mean shit. That's up for debate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What were you exactly. saying? Exactly. But what I was saying is like, well, what I was going to say also is, you know, the, the social conditioning. I heard the black thing where it's like, oh, you, you you talk white, mostly from black people when I was younger. Yeah. I'm from Indiana. Yeah. You know, what part of Indiana? South Bend. Oh, I'm from Chicago. Oh, you the neighbors two hours. Is that where Notre Dame is? Yep, yeah, yeah. So so we're, and we believe that. Like, oh, you supposed to, why you do that white stuff? Why why you like to play golf? Why you uh, why you read? Oh, why shit. you play video games? Like, I was the Game Boy kid. I you was gotta the kid. also play golf. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. Yeah, when I was 12, I was in the paper. I was in like a Tiger Woods, but I was doing it. Um, but that bothers me because that's exactly what segregates us from each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Same. that's what they want. Yeah, they want us to not be because they know that if there is there's something that bonds us all, especially as African Americans, mm-hmm. that is very strong and is very intimidating and very powerful. And we have like that's what what's so crazy about me with these these gun rights activists and stuff like that when they think like oh I'm afraid of when black people finally get us back for slavery. Bitch, if we was gonna do that, we would have done it. Yeah, like a long time ago. But we getting towed down. Yeah, by the law, by the in the school. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's just you know, and so it's like the narrative. I don't like the narrative for the, for the black people who come at us and say that we sound light skin or we sound white and stuff like that. Let me just tell you that if you don't sound like us, let me just put put this back on you. If you don't sound like us, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that's not yeah. promoted at all in our community is for all of us to love ourselves. I was just talking to my dad about this. Uh, that's and right, and yeah. if if you don't sound like us, I'm not mad about you for not sounding like us. No. Uh, if you think that we sound white, don't be mad at us for thinking that because we love being black. Every single yeah. one of us in this room, mm. even Sophie. And, <laughs> and it's just like, don't that that just divides us even more yeah. by ain't it, even if we sound light skinned ain't nothing wrong with light skinned people except they soft as fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, them yellow I, motherfuckers soft as yeah. fuck i was in an acting class once and this is white boy he was like oh i, I think rj's kind of whitewashed and i was offended 
That's uh, very offensive for a white person But to say. what he said was, I didn't mean it in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. Mm-hmm. So you're saying yeah. that because I, I, I study my craft and I take this serious and because I'm well-spoken and I get along with everybody, that that means I'm whitewashed? I can't, I, yeah. we There's can't no have way a black person There's no way a black person right. can It means you're trash. one of the good ones. Yeah. And I've heard. And, Fuck uh, that shit. You're mm, one of the good ones. Fuck that yeah. shit. Somebody, and... said that to, somebody said that to me in middle school. Yeah. Like, mm. he was just kind of joking. And he was like, uh, somebody was like, oh, like somebody was talking about black people don't do this or something like that around me. And I, I wasn't really talking back to it. And then one of my other friends, I was hanging out. And the way our middle school was set up, mm. it was pretty segregated for the most part. Where are you like from the, again? Where are you from again? I went to middle school here in LA. Okay, you're from, okay. I'm from Mississippi. I went to middle school here in LA, gotcha. which I want to address something at the end of the show gotcha. about being from Mississippi. Gotcha. Something happened ridiculous on Twitter this week. But yeah. uh, the white kids hung out on like the quad area, mm-hmm. and the black kids hung out by the cafeteria in the, on the benches, what we called them, like in the back, where we would like roast each other and do all this shit. Yeah. And uh, I, but I was I had friends on both. Like sides, mm-hmm. like so, I would go bounce around. Like if if the roast was getting too hot, and I was like, uh, my shit dirty today. I don't want to get roasted. I go kick it with the white kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I remember one time they was talking. It was like talking about being black or something. These white kids and like one other black person, and one of the white kids was like, well, Carl's a Carl's an, uh, an Oreo. He called me an Oreo, um, and I was like, what? He's like, I, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like he, I think he felt that he was overstepped about when he said it and i was yeah, like yeah. don't don't say that about yeah. me yeah like, i'm like because that's implying that i don't love my own self and i don't love my culture and i don't Facts. love being black right Facts. and i don't take it from white people at all when they mm-hmm. say stuff like that now yep. with the light skin dark skin thing it's shitty but i could take it a little bit more because i know i dish it sometimes mm-hmm. as a dark skin person mm-hmm. but when white people say anything about challenging my blackness mm-hmm. Just because I'm allowed in their spaces, because they've allowed me in their spaces, because I've worked hard to be in their spaces that they control. And you're because, better at them than their spaces. Yeah. At their spaces. And so it can be intimidating and stuff like that. But it, I, I don't tolerate, there's zero tolerance yeah. for any white person who says I sound white or anything like that, yeah. which I don't necessarily think I do that much. Uh, I don't, I don't think even. Do. I don't even know what that sounds like. Like even when I talk, yeah, like I don't. That sound I don't like? even know what it sounds. I don't. I. I still like. What do you? What do people mean by that? What's gaslighting yeah. about it to me is that you know I sound the way that I sound, but still white people tell me I sound like I'm. I'm I sound too black for certain things, and it's just like then what? What the fuck is it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you sound too black? Like you. Ain't I mean, I had a, a. I had a. I had a theater teacher one time. I was in college, and I mean he's a good dude. I like him a lot. Um, Bless his heart. Bless his heart. But he, he told me, like, yo, Jackie's. And, and, and a part of this is true, but it still kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It was like, uh, Jackie's, you know, when you're going to get out there, you're going to be auditioning and stuff like that. Uh, you're going to have to know how to turn your blackness on. And it's like, you know, if you need to be too black, then you need to know how to do that. If you need to, you know, like one of my ex-students, she knows how to, like, she's very articulate, but if she need to go in there and be like, like she can do that shit. That's not black, that's more of a stereotype. Exactly. And, and, yeah, yeah, and it it was like, you know, on one side of the coin, and this is the part that's fucked up, on one side of the coin, I get what you're trying to say. Like, Mm. yeah, like, the industry is fucked up and it's going to stereotype you if you if it if you need to be a certain type of black but on the other side i'm like what does that fucking mean like, right. i am black that i was born black like i right. am 
this is I I can't take this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I am who the fuck I am. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't be a thing that we have to go in and deal with. Yeah. yeah. As much as we do. And I will say, you know, I don't want to say I'm playing devil's advocate, but it's not just you know white people who do it to us sometimes no, we no, do it to like us it's, it's, it's black like people light skin dark skin thing yeah. that's yeah. that that one hurts more just like being followed around in the store by a black security guard yeah, yeah. it hurts more yeah. when you're put down by your own people and made to seem like you are like not worthy of some like i guarantee you anybody and there's no shout out to anybody who's made the joke about us being light skin i know it's just joking and i'm glad that y'all listen to the show i got no issue with you but anybody who th- who thinks like that in in normal ways of like this person ain't black enough, this person. Yeah. It's crazy to me, especially when people do it to me, because uh because when I, I know so much about black culture that a lot of people don't know. From the origins of African American culture to today. Like I so much stuff. And so if I were to sit and have a debate with one of those people who thinks I'm not black enough about what it means to be black. You could rock right? them on their history. Uh, it's imp- like mm-hmm. under the table. Yeah. And it's just crazy to me. It's like you think, oh, like you like remember carrying books was like if you had too many books in your backpack, you was not cool. You was like acting yeah. white. It's like yeah. oh, so because I'm studying, which I never right. did. I had a flat ass backpack. But like <laughs> my shit used to be flat as hell. That was yeah. like yeah. I mean, of course, I mean I'm still not trying to get made fun of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I studied in secret. Yeah. I didn't study at all. <laughs> no, all that is is just a it's it's a product of ignorance. Yeah. And the ignorance yeah. is universal. It's 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 it doesn't sit in one certain racial, eth- eth- you know, ethnicity or identity. That's just ignorance, plain out ing- ignorance. And then let's also give it back to the people who are on the other far side of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like those those new Negro types. And not talking about the Comedy Central show, the new Negroes. That's something very different. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a, a, a group of black people that exist on Twitter who are just like, you know, I'm not like those types who put up the memes and got to talk about all this ratchet stuff in life. And like that downplaying of, you know, yeah. uh, 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 other parts of your Other culture. parts of black culture and yeah. stuff like that. Which like, is like, you don't have to be. And that's what we're trying to say. You can uh, be whichever. Like, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. You can be all of them at once if you want to be. Because everybody else is allowed to have different, like, if if if, it's there, if a white person came in here and liked Star Wars, yeah. and then another white person came in here and liked musical theater, we ain't gonna say, oh, you wanted the musical theater white people, but you ain't really white. No, it's just yeah. like you just a nerd, or you, but you still white. Like yeah, there's yeah. different ways to be black. Actually, no. Let me let me let me let me rephrase that. There's one way to be black. Be you. That's it. That's the yeah. only way to be black. You want, if, be if you're black, you. put that on a shirt. Uh, yeah. because there is no different way to be black because that's, that's not right that's not yeah. a fucking thing. Just that's be you shirt. because. There is no difference between you and anybody else when it comes to being able to expand and want other things for your life and other shit like yeah. that. It's fucking Does weird. the new Negro trope play into the 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 black person who has grown up with? Oh, we gotta take a break. Um, I, I'm gonna ask this question after. The Okay, we're back, and I have a question. The new Negro trope does that, and does that also entail the 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 black person who recently became about black culture? Like, cause that I take issue with that too. The the black person who uh, didn't grow up around black people, 
who grew up perhaps privileged and only around white people, and now they want to call out everything that black people do that they don't like, mm-hmm. like, or they want to go all out. I, I throw on. that into the woke bag. Yeah, For me personally, I, just, I throw that into the woke bag. I take that, real big issue with that too. I know what you. I know exactly the kind of person that you're talking about. Like, because it's, it's just like don't don't call me like I've been who I am my whole life, and mm-hmm. I ain't got. I got my stripes. Yeah. Like, and for I think you to come out, we get them. We we all do. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. In one way or another. And yeah. so like, don't like, don't be sitting here just because I don't I don't pop off on Facebook about every little thing that happens, or I don't, or I date a white girl, or I do this. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. don't come at me. Or even me. What, what's even sad be, about it is that I feel like we're at a point now where people feel like they have to prove certain things. Yeah. You have to prove that you're social justice warrior. You have to prove that you're woke. You have to prove that it's you're It's a whole new pressure that we put on ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it's unnecessary. It's like, why do I got to prove something to you and I don't even know you? Exactly. And you, yeah. what have you done? What have you done for me? What have I, what have I done to you? Yeah. Speaking of which, did any of you guys march yesterday? Nope. I did not. All of y'all are asleep. Um, uh, <laughs> um, um, sleep, sleep, culture kings. What was I doing yesterday? What no, was yesterday? No. Saturday? S- Saturday. I slept all day. I slept. You slept? Yeah, I so slept. Y'all was literally sleep. Yeah, I, I was. I was I truly sleep. I was going through um, situations. Kill Ooh, me, man. Ooh, situations. Not situation. <laughs> I don't know what that told me. Oh, <laughs> situation. <laughs> um, I, I was, I was getting my roof fixed. Turns out, guys, guys, Let's get my patio fixed. Uh, we got to get into this question. We do. Man. I'll, I'll okay. tell you this story after we talk, after we address this. Let's, this is, let's, yeah. let's make it quick. Let's make it quick. I don't want this dude to think we ignored him yeah. uh, because we did. We didn't know but, you. Uh, we, we ignored you on social. We ignored media. you on social media, but we, we because we felt we like gonna... it would be a, a lot better to answer the question on air. Uh, so George C. Alexander hit us up on Instagram, and he says that he is moving to Baltimore to get his master's degrees in mental health counseling. Uh, he's from Utah. Is very white. Uh, not very shocking. Uh, he has started to understand his privilege as a white man and listening to our show has helped him open his eyes more to subtle racism and systematic stuff and stuff like that. Uh, all the check marks that you would expect somebody in this situation to say. Uh, but what he is, I didn't mean that in like a, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, he also is, he wants to work uh, mental health of the minority youth. And basically his question is, if he hasn't really been uh, privy to the minority youth struggle, yeah, uh, he doesn't want to seem like a white man savior complex. Mm-hmm. So uh, should he want to do this? And basically what are our opinions on him wanting to do this, even though he hasn't really been in these circles throughout his life? Yeah. Great question, George. Yeah, uh, I will say mine first because I don't know. This is this is strictly opinion. This mm-hmm. is not to be taken as fact as the law mm-hmm. as fact. It can be taken as fact if you want to. I'm not gonna. I mean, as it. your experience, that's what yeah. As that's my experience, mind. all black children are road runners. And you, no, I'm just playing. Uh, that, <laughs> before you before you get yours, let mm-hmm. me just say this one thing that he wrote verbatim, mm-hmm. uh, because this probably sums up his thing. Okay. He says, "I just feel like black youth are an incredibly underserved population, especially by white men." Mm-hmm. So he recognizes that he's a part of that white man group. So he wants to change that yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good thinking, George. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, good thinking, Georgie boy. Mm. Uh, here's what I'll say to you. I would say do it because every time somebody feels 
guilty about something and allows their guilt to stop them from what their goal is, it only hurts more. So it only perpetuates what you are already saying is happening, which is very true. Uh, black kids, especially in inner cities like Baltimore, are underserved by the privileged. It ain't just white men. It ain't just white women. It's underserved by things that they don't have. So, therefore, when you go into this community and you want to do this, is it therapy? Uh, mental health. Mental health yeah. and stuff like that, which that includes. That is very important mm-hmm. for black m- children. Yes. Because you have to think about what we go through as black people and what we have to see every single day of our lives. Now, I'm going to speak. First, I'm just going to say this. Black boys. Black boys, we are born with an enormous amount of weight on our shoulder, enormous amount of pressure that bogs us down every day. We are seen as men at age 12. Like, which is when you see the Tahir Rices and stuff like that yeah. who are shot because they, in, in stores because they thought they were men. We are, we, some of us in, who come up in underserved neighborhoods are constantly having to fight because we are in a, in a world of poverty and poorness. And we, uh, sometimes we are the man of our house very early on. I was raised by a single mother. No, no shade to my father, but they weren't together. Um, I was raised by a single mom. I had to grow up really fast. I noticed, I see that the stuff that I was able to help my little brother with, who's 19 years old, uh, is is valuable for him. He didn't have the same things that I do. Like, for example, small thing. My little brother's not the best driver. Now, when I was his age, when I was 19, I was whipping and good at it. My mom was letting me drive, like, to go do stuff at 15 without a license in yeah. this town. You were probably the same. primary driver in yeah. the house. Yeah, Now it's the same way. Yeah, now, but my little brother, he don't know how to really do that shit like he's getting better at it. and i go this is so funny because he doesn't have this experience he didn't have to deal with this yeah. now that that is a, a a privilege in his own right but like what i'm saying is the the amount of pressure on little black boys and the societal pressures on who we have to be and everything now just take that what's already what already we see we see in the media we see us being killed we see us being undervalued we see when our heroes are told to shut up and dribble as if they're nothing when we're like, we see this stuff. Now imagine what that's like for a little girl. It's worse. It's so much worse for a little black girl in this world who has to grow up with those same societal pressures. Who's worried about getting shot by the cops, but also getting raped by some crazy man or getting uh, sexually assaulted because she grew boobs at 11 or 12 years old. And and so, yeah, Yeah. like imagine that, imagine everything that, so these, this is what, we and, and and on top of that, like society does not value us. Society values our culture now, but they don't value our people. Yeah. And so, when you say that you want to go in and you want to try to change that narrative, con- good. That's not a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that what you should do is uh, educate black children on mental health. It takes somebody with that yeah. privilege that you have to let us know, but also. Try to guide these children into getting into the mental health uh, industry mm-hmm. so they can go on and, and, and become uh, mental health professionals like you are so they can help their community. Yeah. But what you have to focus on when you go in and do this, which I do want you to do, listening. That's the most important thing. You have to hear everything they say. You have to hear every experience. Because I will say this. I recently, about about eight months ago, started to uh, go to therapy because uh, I had some stuff going on 
And I just wanted to know if I was crazy. Like, I feel gaslit most of the time. And but uh, like I was like, I, I got to talk to somebody about this. I can't talk to my mom about it because she won't be able to tell me anything. I can't talk to my friends about it because they'll just laugh it off. They won't take what I'm saying seriously. I have to talk to a professional about it. I wanted a black woman therapist. That's what I requested. I said a black woman. First of all, I'm a mama's boy. I love my mom. So I wanted somebody who was motherly to me. I also wanted somebody who could understand my experience. I also wanted somebody who could tell me if I was wrong in certain situations. For example, I, in my mind, which I know this wouldn't happen, but I was like, if I go to a black dude, he's going to be like, nigga, you good. You ain't doing nothing wrong. Of baby. course. You that wanted, bitch was tripping. Yeah. Like, so you, like, you wanted someone who could check you in a Yeah, I wanted somebody yeah. who would check me. Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to go to a black. And it was so hard to find a black female therapist uh, in network of the Writers Guild of, of America um uh, uh, in network insurance, <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. But um, uh, yeah, it was so hard to find that. So I think we are because also black people are brought up to be so strong-willed since slavery that if you go to therapy, you are you're crazy. Like that's that you're not gonna go to you're not gonna go to therapy. Therapy's for crazy people. I made a joke about this in the show yesterday. He's just like. I, t- I told him, we, like a white guy was like, I told him we wanted to go to couples therapy. And I was like, I'm not crazy. Like, like that's, the, that's the trope with black people in America. Yeah. Therapy means you're crazy. What do we do to go to therapy? We go to church. Right. Which is not yeah. therapeutic. No, yeah. it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's blame displacement in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, to kind of carry off of what Carl said, uh, I suffer from a, a, a couple of things that I won't really get into. And I go seek out mental health. Gout. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I go to a mental health uh, specialist to talk about my gout. <laughs> uh, the King's disease. Um, and it took me a long time to get to that point. Uh, when I first started uh, struggling with it was in college. And I didn't want to talk to anyone about it because of this idea of, yeah, people who are crazy uh deal with this thing and what kind of made me comfortable about talking about it was when i realized that my mother suffered from the same things that i did uh she has uh very similar mental health issues if not identical mental health issues to me but the way that she would express them growing up was that she would say that her back hurt she would say that her back hurt and she would skip work and it wasn't until i was much older that i realized like oh she's going through the same kind of depressive states that i was going through so it took seeing someone who looked like me almost literally like me being comfortable talking about it for me willing to do that so to your anxiety george i can understand not wanting to be a white person in that space and feeling like you couldn't reach them mm-hmm. so my kind of advice for you could be there has to be a black person who is trying to do this Maybe something that could help your anxiety is going to this person and saying, I have resources. I have privilege. How can I use that to service you? Because I completely get it. Uh, The therapist I connected with the most in college was a black therapist. Uh, I had a white therapist in college. And at one point he said to me, you know what? I don't know if I'm helping you. And I got somebody who can. And he recommended me to a black therapist. And at first I was very offended. I was like, what? You think I got to talk to a black person? Mm. But then talking to this dude. He understood certain pains of mine that that white therapist before didn't. And it did help a lot for it to be someone who looked like me and told me that it was okay to feel certain things that I feel. Um, You know, I've struggled with, like, you know, really, really rough stuff. And it can feel, like Carl said, gaslighty to, like, be going through them and telling other people, especially when you're around in white spaces, 
and having them be like, nah, it's all in your head, or like no one really understanding that. So yeah. I do understand that anxiety, George. And I, what I would suggest is if you really feel that way, like a thing that you can do is find a person of color who's trying out these things mm-hmm. and use your resources to lift them up so that, yeah, they are seeing someone who looks like them go through it because yeah. that is extremely helpful. RJ, do you have thoughts on this? Well, I'd say, you know, I, I echo what Carl and Edgar said, but above all, keep your intentions pure. Like, uh, if you really want to do this, make sure your heart's actually in it and it's not just something to make you feel yeah. better about yourself. Because if you're getting into this, it's obvious, it's it's automatically not about you anymore. It's about right. the people you're helping. So just keep your intentions pure. At the end of the day, I mean, very succinct. Just make sure you actually care and definitely seek, you know, counsel with other brothers and sisters who could help you understand as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to kind of piggyback off of what all of you have said, um, there there are a few there are a few a couple points I want to make, and I'll make them quick. Uh, one, yes, make sure your intentions are pure. Uh, and I'll expand on that by saying, uh, your job is not to uh under not not I want to say understand the struggle, mm-hmm. but like your job if you want to serve. Like the 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 young black kids in the communities where you feel like they're underserved, yeah. uh, you can do that, and you don't have to feel like, well, I don't know where you come from, so I can't help you. Yeah, right. uh, because right. that it, you're because you won't know where they come from. You won't. You probably did not have the same struggles uh, that they did, uh, but that should not stop you from wanting to serve those right. kids. Yeah. Um. So the question in itself is, well, you know, I, I've never had these experiences, so can I? Yes, you can, no, uh, because so many people aren't, mm-hmm. and, and we need people that 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 are and who are willing to. And uh, Edgar brought up a good point about uh, seeking counsel with other black men and women uh, who want to also have this platform to do it. I'll even expand that. I'll say if you really want to help those underserved uh, black kids, yes, seek counsel from black and black men and women, but also bring some other people who look like you along too yeah. uh, and say, you know what? You got this power. You're only serving people uh, who look like you, who have the same privilege as you. Why don't you serve people who don't right. uh, and make it a normal thing to them yeah. because it's not a normal thing to them to want to do this. Uh, and that's where the problem is. Right. The reason you've mostly lived in white spaces is because those white spaces have been closed off to black faces. Yeah, yes. and they've so. had, and, they, and in certain situations, they've had certain servants. Yeah, and certain, and those servants were races outside of the white race. Yeah. So flip that and become a servant to those who are a bit more underprivileged. Exactly. Yeah, be more, be more of the humble mindset. And 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 see that you too could be a servant. Like servant is the key word. Mm-hmm. Be a servant. I yeah, mean, it's in itself. Like Greg, like I'll use Greg Popovich mm-hmm. for example. Greg Popovich doesn't pretend like he grew up black or pretend like he uh, is going through the same stuff that the that the black America is going through. Uh, but you know how he's being the, the perfect ally by saying, "I have the power to speak out, and people will listen to me." So I'm yeah. going to. Uh, so you have the power to do this as a privileged person and open the eyes, not only of the kids you want to serve, but of people who also look like you and say, damn, you know what? This is a good thing. 
maybe I should do this too. And, and that's how you start to bridge the gap a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Listening is key. Yes. Yeah. If you want to, here, I'll give you an example. And this will come off as jokey, but I'm think about it really. Uh, how many wood could a woodchuck chuck if it would? No, it's funny. <laughs> uh, too jokey, Carl. Too <laughs> jokey. If a little, if you take a group of children to a swimming pool, and a little black girl doesn't want to get in the pool, don't force her to get in the pool. Don't ask if she can swim, or, or I mean, you can ask her to swim. Don't put kids who can't swim in the pool. Right. But <laughs> ask her why she don't want to get in the pool, and understand why mm. she don't want to get in the pool. Mm. Don't think it's a crazy thing that she don't want to get in the pool. She don't want to get her hair wet. Know that know why she don't want to get her hair wet. Mm-hmm. Like know how much money it took her mom to go get her hair done. Yeah, and know what that means to have your hair done in the black community, and don't make her get in the pool. Yeah, like just that's it's just about listening. Like that's don't be don't listening. and don't be like <laughs> that's crazy, that's silly. Yeah, you don't no. want to get in the water? Can you swim? Well, I'm sure if she can, yeah. don't make her get in the water. Though. Right, it's silly not to listen. Yeah, that's the silly part. Question. Yeah. And this is gonna we we are running behind. Uh, but uh, what do y'all th- we did we talk about Bruno Mars the Bruno Mars thing no. last week uh, with Stevie Wonder? No, that no. One? I know what you're talking about. The the people black calling him an appropriator. People calling him an appropriator. Oh, well, Stevie you Wonder just spoke said about something that. about what did Stevie Wonder say? He said it was bullshit. Okay, yeah, Stevie and Stevie knows bullshit. Mm. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like Stevie, this, Stevie's R.J. Yeah. What do you think? Wait, so first off, what what is Bruno Mars? Like what is he? Puerto Rican and Filipino, Filipino. and yeah. Hawaiian, I think. Uh, Polynesian. And, and people are saying he's appropriating. People are saying he's appropriating black culture. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say this and then I'm uh you also dance. I do dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're a performer, you're an entertainer. Yes. So I I'm gonna answer this with just just follow me. So in rap culture, right? Let's use Juicy for an example. The is song Jake? Juicy. Oh. By Biggie. By Biggie. I mean, yeah, yeah. So Juicy. The song that they used, the the, the group, what was the group? The Isley Brothers. That was the Isley Brothers. Okay, bad example. Let's let's try that again. Wait, is that, is that is the Juicy? Isley Brothers? No, Juicy, no, no. Juicy is not between uh, the sheets. No, it's not. That's between, no, it's uh, Juicy. It's, it's literally Juicy, the song. Juicy. Oh, yeah, Juicy. That's uh, it's, uh, M. Tume. Okay. Yeah. The the members of that group, what race are they? Uh, James and Tume is black. The other lady, uh, forgive me for not knowing her name, is black. I think there's a Puerto Rican gentleman in the group. Puerto Rican guy in there. Yeah. Okay. So there's other, there are certain songs that sample. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, I guess you know, one, 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 one. Yeah. What's Bobby, his name? Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. I mean, we, and many of us have just found out that he was wh- white. At the BET Awards. Yes. Even though plenty of, I mean, Tupac, he, he, he sampled that song. They sampled yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. And other people too. Uh, uh, Roy Ayers. I, I believe he re- re- did a rendition, mm-hmm. and when we do that, it's it's not like oh man, he's appropriating white culture or nothing. Like it's like we're we're ban- we're joining together to create something beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing to collaborate. So I think as far as dancing and with Bruno Mars, I mean, I know some white dudes who dance better than me. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. all races, all races who can dance. Uh, Hispanics, especially if you go to Texas. Dance better than me. You know, those like Japanese people have yeah, oh, they're, 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 break dancing. Uh, they've I, taken it over. I'm gonna shout out a person who I promise I would never shout out on this podcast. But Yende Howell put up this very funny <laughs> video of, uh, of uh, you know, remember that uh, that group of black people who did that African dance at Black Panther? Like it was like it was, yes, uh, it was very very choreographed. Oh, yeah, was I think tight. they were in Houston. Yeah, these two Russian girls did it. Yeah, 
and they put it up on Facebook. And again, they put, what do you guys think about this? And this black dude commented under it, man, we can't have anything. Mm-hmm. And again, they put, we? Nigga, I can't dance like that. And I was yeah. like, that is so real to recognize, yeah. like, yes, are they white? 100%. But that was very real D- to me of a Yene to be like, I can I can sit here and be like, how dare they? Yeah. But they mastered this shit and learned how to do it and could do it very well. Here's a yeah. slight counterpoint to what y'all both are saying. Not, not a negative counterpoint, sure. because I agree mostly. But what this woman was complaining about was basically, like, people who aren't black mm-hmm. taking black culture and becoming more... I think on the first episode that we recorded this, or it might not even have ever come out, episode negative one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Bruno Mars being the highest selling artist and stuff like that. Oh, no, we definitely released that episode because oh, okay. I was getting dragged for it for days. Okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. as you should have. And Because uh, I said that Bruno Mars was on the heel of Michael yeah. Jackson. <laughs> okay. What you think of that, RJ? He's on the heel of Michael Jackson? Yeah. Hmm. My me, point was ooh, that give me, give me pinky toe. Give you me think he pink. bypassed Michael Jackson? No, 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 Everybody chill. Everybody chill. Oh, look. Everybody get under the table. Hold the tables. Get under the table. Don't flip it. Don't flip it. No. I said, I said to say that me is saying that he's bypassing a lot of artists who came between him and like Chris Brown. Like Chris Brown, who I mentioned. Yeah. And they went nuts. Yeah, because no one's giving Chris Brown a break. Yeah. Yeah. But, and not, they didn't go nuts on me for that. They went nuts on me for talking about that he's not that popular of an artist. And I mean, like, socially popular, but he's got hits and he, yeah. But also, and also performance wise, he takes, but I said, I went even for the bad. I said, Usher. Like, we're not giving Usher no credit because Usher has had a long career. Yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. Like, and so, uh, Ooh, that's a tough one though to say. Or the people wants. you got to get to just to get to Michael, and that's not even between Michael and like. Yeah, I think we know. need to settle this with a battle. I I feel like the only way I would get this answer is to see Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, and Usher in a dance battle. And then where I'm from? That's how you. That's how you settle. And then it. Get the hologram of Michael Jackson and yeah, him. Here's <laughs> hologram judge. <laughs> here's something that I did realize. I uh, I, uh, I I it, this Bruno Mars love is not a joke for me. I I was sold on him after a Super Bowl performance, so I did watch a CBS special, and I did kind of realize that man, he's not that great of a dancer. I don't know if on that CBS special no, he was holding that, it he, back, yeah. but what he is really good at is having a solid crew. He's an yeah, and you can't. Okay, okay. Okay, you're right. He has people behind him. That and that crew is solid as fuck. Yeah. Michael yeah. what Michael Jackson did was he he like coined certain dances. Yeah. And dance. He he's a dance style within himself. If mm-hmm. you if I do this and then that's like that's Michael Jackson. If I moonwalk, that's Michael Jackson. What what Bruno, what Bruno Mars does is like it's just that, movement. That, but he's like that new Jack Swing type, whatever. And it's already been labeled. Exactly. We know where that comes from. Mm. He's inspired by some. So I wouldn't say that just because Bruno Mars is popular and he dances that he's on the cusps, uh, mm. the cusp of of Michael Jackson's career. Because he doesn't have a movement that's like, yo, that's yo, Bruno. that's the Bruno yeah. Mars. Yeah. Even Chris Brown. Like, let's yeah. let's take like let's go to sixteen year old Chris Brown. I like to mm-hmm. talk about sixteen year old Chris Brown because this was before the bullshit. Which again, we can recognize as a privilege to have the ability to do that. But yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I mean, yeah, yeah, well, yeah but but I'm just saying, like with Chris, when when he came out, then when he was dancing, people recognized Chris Brown's movements. When he crumped, crump had its own crump is its own dance style. Yeah. But when Chris Brown did it, I feel like he brought more eyes to that dance. Oh, style. everybody did it after that. What yeah. what eyes are are? I mean, Bruno Mars is dope. I got discovered in the same room as Bruno Mars yeah. while he was there, but. And no disrespect to Bruno Mars, but what dance style has he brought more Nothing. attention yeah. to? Crump, Crumpin' was straight up L.A. It was yeah. L.A. style, and Chris Brown did it on 
in the run it run video. video. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, yeah, that 100%. turned it. That made it national. And then the the documentary came out Rise, mm-hmm. uh, which was really good. And that that made it national. But Chris Brown had a big part in that. He mm-hmm. he he's. <laughs> This is a pioneer. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, look, Chris he Brown, was. He truly was. Chris yeah, Brown was. didn't just. You got like, like. Let's put the facts out there. Chris Brown didn't just use his talents in his music video as a performance. Mm-hmm. He was at the place because I used to watch Crump videos. Because I was, I'm from Indiana. We don't have that. Yeah. I wanted that scene, but we don't have that. So he would be there with the dancers, like gaining respect with the dancers, like in the streets, like. Bruno Mars is cool, but he's all, like, he's at a certain kind of plateau. I yeah. mean, not plateau, but, like, platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown actually, and if we're thinking just dance, just talking dance, he paid his dues dance On the streets, yeah. yeah. I can agree with that. I definitely can agree and with Mike that. And Mike Jackson, Michael Jackson, he had, like, people training him, uh, Sugar Pop, uh, you know, training him as a dancer. He yeah. l- learning the moonwalk from other people. Jeffrey, he learned- uh, Jeffrey Daniel, who was in Shalimar. Yeah. I yeah, mean, well, Quincy Jones kind of called him out for that, right? Oh, Quincy Jones was just like, Michael Jackson's a thief. He's a thief? Yeah. Yo, well, <laughs> but, that, but, was, that was on some other shit. You guys got to listen to... I listened uh, to that interview. But look at look not, at the way I'm of an artist, though. Him. Like, artists in general. Like, yeah. I mean, Beyonce's been called out for it. Mm-hmm. Everyone has been called out for stealing, but... I, I mean, that's my biggest mark yeah. against Lemonade. It's not that it was stolen, but, like, how much of that album is uh, Beyonce? That's my mm-hmm. biggest critique. So but, to, you know, to kind of go back on, like, to kind of circle this back around, it, now that we're talking about stealing, which is essentially what appropriation, appropriation. is, yeah, uh, you know, supposed to be. I, you know, with I, the Bruno Mars thing, I, it, it, it's not stealing, but it's kind of like taking the, te- not taking culture, but you're doing something that I, is can seen I, as can somebody I provide, else's culture. Can I provide my definition of appropriation? Sure. If you guys like it, we can mm-hmm. use it as the standard. But like, uh, uh, what it is for me is uh, taking without any sort of knowledge behind yeah. it. Yeah. So it's just like the idea of using it without any knowledge and or respect to where it's original source material yeah. from. It's like uh, writing something in your essay without quoting the source. The right. Source. It, source. It, right. Cited. Yeah, without so works cited. Here's the thing. Co- copy the, and paste. Bruno ain't doing nothing new. No, no, and we've had this discussion a uh, lot. No, and I'm I, no, I'm, I'm talking with the conversation of appropriate. We've talked about this. How I the think black I community eat Bruno up in a, in a dance battle, by the way. Well, I bet you would, but we've talked about like how black people really haven't been fucking with Bruno Mars until recently, mm-hmm. right? When uh, he started singing black music. songs, yeah, yeah, because mm. he wasn't like that before, right? But right. as far but as far as like you know. He's not doing anything new, mm-hmm. so that's what is point, he though. appropriating? Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's appropriating. Her, this this was the woman's point. That's all I was saying is make a counterpoint to you guys. This, her point was Bruno Mars is not black. Right. He's right. not a black mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Yet he is taking black music, like this last album specifically. It seems like he's gone through the decades. Like He had like the late 70s, early 80s with mm-hmm. this here, that ice cold, and mm-hmm. all those weird lyrics. And uh, then this next album, he like moved to like late eighties, early nineties with all of his songs. Like I could play y'all songs that match yeah. songs. Yeah. You on did the a album. very convincing. Yeah. Uh, you did a very convincing but, thing but, for us yeah. on the text. That's a slippery slope because yeah. we. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't. But know. I, well, I think oh. uh, no, we, can so I give? A, is he appropriating eras? Well, hold on, hold on. Or is he? He's, hold on. he's he is he is taking the music of people and popularizing it globally mm-hmm. to people. Uh, he's taking the music of people who didn't have that privilege. Mm-hmm. So, like, yes, we know Bruno Mars finesse. Ooh, don't we look good together? He, but we don't know. Uh, well, people know BBD's Poison, but right. they don't know. Uh, they don't know all the new additions hits. They don't yeah. know all of uh, shy. 
Shy's stuff. Like that yeah. the Shy song Baby I'm Yours is virtually the same song as uh Straight Up on yeah. the album. If you listen to Straight Listen to Straight Up and then listen to Shy's Baby I'm Yours. It's almost the same song. So it would be like if uh, it would be like if Carl like you know for a long time like had like these set of characters that he did or had like a, a set of stand up that he did and never ever received success for it but then this white guy just started doing kind of the same inflection, same thing, and then just blew up globally. It's like yeah. if a white guy did Little John, and it reminded you exactly of Little Bill. Yeah, and then Bill he, Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not exactly. Yeah. I mean, different, but <laughs> appropriation. I don't know what you're talking about, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> and then that—that's kind know of what. what I'm talking about. And that's what that woman finds upsetting is yeah, to see find, yeah. Bruno Mars getting so much success so for much what these success. black artists globally. have been doing for a long yeah, time. Because you can walk yeah. into a room like I was. You know, I was very surprised, and this is not a new jack swing artist. But I'm right. very surprised at how many white people don't know who Luther Vandross is. Mm, really? It baffles me. Every time I bring him up, and like you'll play his songs, and people will know certain songs of his, like Never Too Much. I was at, because I was at the Virgil, and they played Never Too Much on like a funk night or something like that. Or no, it was mm. at Shortstop. And they played Never Too Much, and it was like, oh man, Never Too Much, still jamming. And people are like, who is this? I'm like, dude, that's Luther that's Vandross. Luther he is a. Andros. I brought this up last time we talked hero. about it. Not a lot of people know who he is. Remember, I, talk, I said that last time. Think about the New Jack Swing era groups like Motown Philly. People know, people know, although we've come to the end of the road. But you put on Motown but they don't know Philly, Motown Philly and go, oh, who sings that? It's Boys to Men. That's Boys yeah. to Men. That was their first hit. Yeah. Now, I'm sure we'll get a couple of tweets where people are like, I know Motown Philly, but. Motown Philly's like that was their first song. That was they were a New Jack Swing era by Teddy Riley with Michael Bivens, who damn near created New Jack Swing music, was a member of New Edition. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know he created that. Uh, what Bruno is doing on this most recent album now, Chip I will Tupac say it's a little bit different. A different yeah, yeah. Uh, did it on the ground. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I will say that his whole band is black. Uh, one of them, his his musical director and guitar player is my homie Fred, who used to be musical director at Second City out here, and then he got hired to be uh, Bruno Mars' musical director. Mm. Really dope. Uh, what's the what is a uh, oh Keith Keith Sweat? A lot of people don't know who Keith Sweat is. These yeah. are people who are super Tony Tony Tony. These are people who are super popular in Black culture. Johnny yeah. Gill, like a lot of the songs on. Uh, uh, that's Bell Biv DeVoe. Yeah. Yeah. People know that song, but they don't know who. But Bell they don't Biv know DeVoe who Bell Biv DeVoe is. Right. They know yeah. the song, but they don't know who Bell Biv DeVoe is. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you'll see if that song comes on in the club, you'll see people, everybody dancing to it, but you also see people shazamming. Yeah. And Bell yeah. Biv DeVoe was huge for us. Yeah. Johnny Gill had his songs. Uh, I think finesse sounds like Johnny Gill's "Rub You the Right Way" in a little mm-hmm. bit, in a little way. Um, I think. I, I am not considering him to be inappropriate because I do think that he knows the history of the music that he's doing. Yeah. And I do think he promotes black people with his whole band and he constantly keeps visible. It's never just Bruno Mars. Yeah. Well, Bruno, yeah, Bruno Mars has black people in his Yeah, and they're all school. black dudes. Yeah. And yeah, I also think from... I think he's respecting what he does. And yeah. I and I I mean look at man, I call me not woke. Well, that girl could tweet at me and say I'm trash, but yeah. I like this album. I do. His album was good. Yeah, I like. I like so, this album. Yeah. Um, but I do understand where she's coming from. Her point is absolutely valid. Yeah, that he is not. He's not, he's definitely not being. Uh, resp- he is. I don't know. Maybe he should do a concert where he brings these artists out and allows them to sing their songs because they're still touring. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them are still touring. New That's, Edition still tours. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's appropriation tour. as if it were if G Easy that would was be coming a- out doing. 
finesse. Right. With uh with uh what's the white rap girl's name? The one uh, Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. If G Easy coming out with Iggy Azalea. Even though one of his songs sounds exactly like one of the uh Dave East songs, it sounds like Paranoia, and I feel like he kinda yeah. took that. But, I mean I, didn't he take uh didn't he take uh ASAP Ferg's Alhamdulillah. Oh yeah, that yeah. sounded it sounded the exact same. And he said, "Get some money." Suck a nigga, dick a son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck it, but he's on the remix of that, so I think so they might have. Confu- yeah, that, that might be it. just some. That might be a joint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and ASAP's on both. So apparently, G Easy says nigga on that song. I haven't heard yeah, that. I've shit. heard that before, and I thought he did, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah, that would yeah. be a bold move. Yeah. I'd, I'd say touche, G Easy, because <laughs> I used to think G Easy was black for a long time until I saw him, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, you were very disappointed." <laughs> uh, so in an effort to just kind of move it on and because we, we're this is a long episode but long this is a good episode. good episode I like this episode because people always hit us up like like sometimes we won't have episodes that's just like super funny but we'll have episodes that are important mm-hmm. and I feel like this is one of those important episodes I am not your clown uh, yeah. people so I like that but in an effort to kind of move on to something that we definitely have to talk about uh, uh, rappers who are you know do things that other rappers do I think Clark County is kind of uh, 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 based on like a Chance the Rapper. That's what everyone type. thinks. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying. So, but yeah. do you think, like, let's talk to Clark County. Let's talk to RJ. Let's talk about Atlanta. Okay. Uh, we love Atlanta. We've talked about we it. Got We've to reviewed this very it. Late. Uh, yeah, we I was did like, get to it. I was like, are we actually going to talk about it? We're we going to talk about <laughs> it. Uh, this is us, man. We get on tangents and we talk. But this That's is a good, good episode, man. This, yeah. is, this is a good episode. Uh, let's talk about Atlanta, man. First of all, uh, are you based in, you, you're probably not, but are you kind of, is that kind of the basis of what you're going for? Or Chance? Yeah. So I can't say that I'm like acting like Chance because I don't, Cause you're, I don't you're know not. Chance. You're not acting like Chance. I don't, I mean, but. And when Donald's, you know, giving me notes, whatever, I mean, honestly, when I was on set, he was keeping it to a minimum. He was, he was, you know, focused on, you know, bringing out what he needed to bring out of Paperboy, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Uh, But as far as, okay, the overall thing, that was me. I, I put that in the, when I had the, the, the self-tape and the mm-hmm. callback. I just brought that because I'm like, one, this is going to stand out. And two, he's thinking of a fun-loving, you know, you know, yet devious rapper. And I, I, I thought of Chance, you know, as far as, you know, wardrobe. But I didn't think of him character-wise. Dope. People were thinking that this is actually Chance. And I don't know this dude. They're also thinking he's Kyle. And I don't know oh, that God. dude like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Kyle. You know Kyle? Yeah. But Kyle's, Kyle's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly wardrobe choice. Go, go, yeah, go, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, the 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 per, like, you're not the character on the show isn't like yeah. a chance the rapper like prototype. Uh, not I mean, at I all. don't know. Ask Donald, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, dude, you're killing it on this fucking season. I mean, man. The, when you don't smoke and then you don't drink and then you go and you rap about it, that shit made me laugh. Yeah, so uh, hard. It reminded me that. In particular, and I'm a Future fan, man. But that reminded me of Future when he had that one interview, and he was like, "I don't really smoke or do drugs or drink like that." But he—that's all he raps about. <laughs> yeah, that's all he raps about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's an interesting little twist, and it's also like commentary on what's out now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how fucking dope is it to be on a fucking black show? Like we had a barber. Yeah, that's big that's because out here, dope, dude. yeah, man, out here it's like you know, you know, all white, you know, uh, it's a anyways. white woman hairstylist. Yeah, and she tells you, oh, hey, you don't need uh, sunscreen in the hundred degree weather. You're fine, even though it's not true. Yeah, because you can still degree. get cancer. Yeah, yeah, and my skin, I feel <laughs> and my skin, skin peeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but it's cool because everyone understands each other. It's like it's like family. They treat you like family. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Yisrael, who's the onset barber. He he gets he gets me right, and that's very uh, important, especially for a, a young black brother on set. Um, yeah. You're not trying to get dragged on Twitter. Yeah, not at all. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to. You know, and you still got to live. I just had yeah. To. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't trying to be out in these streets with a whack ass haircut. Right, right. <laughs> I had to tell the hairdresser on a job that uh, I was working. She was telling me that she was working on a very. I'm not gonna put this out because I don't. One of one of the makeup ladies uh, <laughs> said that she likes the show this past. So shout out to her. But uh, I'm another hairstylist uh, that I was working with once said that she did the hair on a uh, movie that starred a black actor. I'm being very covert uh, with this, but starred a black actor who was in another big black movie. Anyway. She he had she he she had to put a wig on him, but mm-hmm. the wig is a a fade almost, like mm-hmm. like just like a sh- a short fade wig, and she, and he was like he like tripped out on it. He's like the lineup on this is trash. Like we can't I can't wear this, and she was just like he was just treating me like I was a little white girl. And I go no 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 hold on no like, you have to understand he would get drug yeah. online that that would ruin the movie yeah if that if that was not. Legit, how we would get our haircut. Yeah, she's thinking about her, but she's not really thinking of the repercussions he's gonna face. Yeah, which no, is yeah. real. Maybe he could have changed his tone or something because she was like, he snapped at me. He snapped. I was like, yeah. well, I wasn't there. I also would love to know how he snapped. Right. Because sometimes snapping can get taken out of context 100%. with people who don't think they're wrong. Snapping is just disagreeing when you're black. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And right. so uh, I was like, all right, yeah, and I'm, and I'm listening to her, but then she's also doing my hair, and they sometimes because I'm because I'm balding, they'll put the uh, the uh, topic on it like the little salt shaker mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and i'm like but then like sometimes they'll do it and they'll just like leave like a rainbow line across my said you might as well just wipe this shit off like why would you so i have to like tell them like this is how this is where my original hairline is you can still see it this is how it goes like mm-hmm. and they're just like oh oh and some people really like it but others getting their feelings about being like yeah i'm a hairdresser and i've done this for years and i've done it and i'm like but you ain't never done this yeah and it's deeper like my dad's a barber yeah. he he was a barber to Take care of my entire family. Like, I have a certain kind of soft spot when it comes to that type of stuff. So, yeah. you know, I, 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 have to, I have to take it serious because yeah. I was raised in it. My dad is a barber, and I'm also a barber as well. Yeah, so, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, there so, you go. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll talk the Renaissance, man. How has how it been in Atlanta, man? Atlanta is amazing, man. Uh, I mean, I love it. I mean, it's, 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 it's a progressive city. Uh, the food's amazing. I was on a plant-based diet before I get... Before I got out there, and then I had uh, Gus's fried chicken, and then I had some uh, I had some Jr. Crickets, and then I had some Antico's pizza. Hmm. Um, How is Jr. Crickets? Is it good? It's good. Does it taste different than wings? It's good wings. It's okay. it's good wings. All right. You know, uh, it's good wings. Yeah. Uh, did you get any strip club wings? No, but they did, and I wanted to. I mean, they were at the strip club filming, you know, a, a scene in that episode as well. But mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the strip club. No, I didn't. But I wanted to. Yeah. I heard they got good wings. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Uh, dude, this is. Uh, what you want? You want to get into some stuff? Because I got let's like get into some stuff. Like, like you, you know, I don't want you to ask me the same thing complex in the match no, because they I asked don't. me some mad. I don't know what complex. Tell me, you, tell so. us something. We got tell us something. This, How much time we, we got? Right now, we at hour twenty seven. This could be an hour and forty five minutes. We'll give people a good a good. Commute yeah. give them podcast. A, yeah. Give them, yeah. Yeah. give them a good commute podcast. Okay. We ain't got no time limit on this. This is a message to everybody who listens. Follow your dreams. Follow man. your dreams, man. Because one day, you know, I remember RJ 
was just a young kid wearing two-tone chucks at the Palapalooza. And now he's Clark County. <laughs> now he's Clark. This nigga ain't and took his sunglasses off the entire time he's been oh. in here. <laughs> these aren't even like sunglasses. Like I can see clearly. I love these. Oh, I know exactly the type of glasses those are. I was yeah. just fucking I bought, with you. I just bought some those online. I bought the ones with like the, I call them the loveless glasses from Wild yeah. Wild yeah. West. They got all the shit on the side. Yeah, you can like see. People like them though. I love them. Though. I, I love this. Like, I love this too. What's that? What's that? What's that in the middle there? This right here. Yeah, I actually got this from my father. It's like an eagle. That's dope. It's a chain. Right. Yeah, it's dope, a little chain, right. little gold action. Uh, that's dope. That's a what's some story. crazy? What's some crazy shit that's happening, man? Uh, what do you mean? Just like what's what's happening now that you like? Do people recognize you and like? Yeah. What's some shit? Let's get us. Let's get some tales from the DM. Oh, you want to uh, DM? Uh, yeah, let's get. Let's get. Don't you don't got to say Well, the fans are cool. Like. Atlanta fans, they're like they have like the coolest fans because if they like you on the show, they'll just follow you and then they'll just share your stuff mm-hmm. for you and it's like free promo. But it's like yeah. I, I'll talk to them and I'll be like, they'll be like, "Yo, you're so great on the show," and I'll be like, "Yo, thanks, man." And I like talk to people and you know I had people say, "Yo, we're gonna work in the future," and I've had some people say like, uh, you know, favorite character, and it's trippy because I remember when I was like in, you know, like an extra on the on a Timbaland music video or like an extra in like random videos and I was like, yo, I'm gonna work with that guy. And I remember being there and now to have people say that to me, yeah, it's trippy. Um and I'm trying not to I, I don't want to take any of it for granted, but I also don't want of it want any of it to go to my head because I know it's a role and it's a job I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like I'm not like, oh I made it. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like I'm like, oh well this is it. Well, yeah, everything's right. coming coming easy because I'm you, still. But you're on your way. You're on your way. I mean, I've been on my way for a minute. Like yeah. I, I've been on my way since since I got out here. Like mm-hmm. I've been hustling. It's not like I just came out here. Like no, I, not I, at all. I've been hustling for a minute. I I, I had a lot of doors like slammed in my face. Yeah, mm. we did a pilot together. That didn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small victories. Small victories. Shout and shout out to Stony uh, Stony Sharp. Stony Sharp. Man. As a matter of fact, I'm meeting up with him on Wednesday. If you want to meet up. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah, hey, I'm with. It. Yeah, yeah. We had, was, uh, we had what, a wine what, club that we only did one. Huh? What was uh what, what uh network was that pilot? For? True TV. True oh, TV. Wow. Yeah. And funny enough, what is their what is their slogan? True because it's real. I was on set talking about that. I was like, yeah, it's it's oh no, funny because it's real. Funny because mm-hmm. it's true. That's what it is. Yeah. And I was saying something along those lines to one of the uh the people from True TV, and then they released that. So I was like, did they yeah. did they get that from me? They got that from you, and then yeah, I wanna, didn't I pick check. up the pilot. Get them yeah. royalties, man. I was ready for check. I thought get, that pilot money, was man. going. Yeah, everybody taking money. Them, you who? Have you seen it? Money. Have you seen the? Bu- I haven't seen. it. I have seen it. Oh yes, you haven't seen it. I want to check it out. It's pretty cool. I got I got my uh, stuff from it. I got my visuals. Nice. Um, but no, it's crazy. It's different now. Everyone's nice now. Mm. Like everyone's like, hey, and it's cool when you actually do good work because I've done major crimes. I've been on baskets. I've been on countless commercials, and people still were like, they don't, they don't know who you are. They don't. But with Atlanta, because so many eyes are on it, they know that show, so they're gonna see me, and they're like, dude, I watched that scene like. 30 times and they're just friendly. It's like they, they show respect. Yeah. It's not like no one's coming at me crazy or nothing. And it's just starting. So it's still kind of fresh. I'm still sussing it out. Let me ask how you deal with this. Cause it, mm. it was a little bit weird for me when people started asking me to do stuff like host their shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, because I'm like, you wouldn't have done that before, mm. but it's also like, because nigga, you wasn't on before. And right. I, but, and that's like, what? Well, I guess that's, Fair, yeah. Well, I <laughs> yeah. guess, I sure. guess, but I, I feel like the, the, the Rudolph in, in all of it because, and I called Dior out on this when we went to UTA. I told him I was like, yo, like, you, 
I asked last time I saw you, I wanted to be on that 96. Well, I didn't say I want to be in a 96 con, but I was like, yo, rock with me, dude. Like, I'm free right now. Let's yeah. do something. We either go to a show or let's do something. Yeah. And he said, say no more. Soon after, Shoney and Bill Posley and da-da-da will be doing the 90s sitcom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm... I'm uh, he, he probably legit forgot, to he, be honest. He said that he thought he I was, was busy. Oh. He said he thought I was busy even though I came to him. Yeah. That happened. And then, you know, what, a Phi Beta Negro? Is that, yeah. the, is that the name? So yeah. a while ago when I wasn't, like, doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. uh, Ayala, you know, you know, that's the homie. We've done mm-hmm. a couple two two-person shows. I asked to be on that. Mm-hmm. I asked to be on multiple... You know, shows. I'm like, yo, you know, let me get down with y'all. I ain't got nobody. Let me get down with y'all. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we're not taking anyone now. So now that Atlanta's popping, people are like, you know, I'm not on, I'm on the podcast. Oh, come host, uh, you know, be on uh, Trap Prov. But I would have loved to be one of the improvisers. On Trap. Yeah, I get I would have been, because that's me. That's me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not like, oh, we got Clark County special guest. No, I'm. You I, I'm wearing a U- regular, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a UCB. Like, I let me get in the trenches with y'all. Let me like yeah. do some improv with y'all. Yeah, I get you. You know, yeah. so it's just interesting, and it's kind of like it's become kind of like a social experiment of sorts, mm. to where you see how people react. Because I've been in the bottom, I've been in the bottom. Like when I came out here, when I had to drop out of college, I I I was trying to find somewhere to live, trying to find jobs. I was working six jobs all at one point, like six jobs, like waking up at eight, getting home at two a.m. and waking back up at eight being late but still going to work yeah uh, you know doing all these things and people weren't as like you know like i i've been there and then i've seen how when i when i'm living off my passion and then how things are now i've seen how people like just switch up it's mm-hmm. like people who are mean are nice and people who are nice are mean that's that gets very weird yeah when i get whenever i get we've been messing with ish a lot because one of my teammates ishmael is going to be on new uh, Nickelodeon sitcom called Cousins for Life. Check it out when it comes out. But uh, we've been, like Ronnie has been really messing with him. Like, Ronnie's been messing with me. Yeah, but that's Ronnie though. Like, I never knew that because he was nice. Really? Really? I, I never. I'm the only before, person in the world who thinks that. Before I mean, <laughs> he just text me right now too. Every time he would see me, he'd be like, "Oh, what's up, RJ? Hey, what's up, man?" He, yeah. I do not remember him being mean. No, he mean. But he oh, also, yeah. they like to call out because he he did it to me when I got on Mad TV and ghosted and shit like, oh yeah, my writer's room. Like anytime, I couldn't come in with nothing new. Like even if it was just a new white T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, ooh, clean white T-shirt. Now <laughs> I was like, I ain't never had a dirty white T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, what you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, and they, he killing Ish right now. Ooh, yeah. Nickelodeon Ish. Anytime Ish tweet it like say anything in the group chat. <laughs> that's that's funny. Ooh, Nickelodeon Ish. I don't know. We, we <laughs> just like that. You know, that's just. Niggas who want to get on, like yeah. also Ronnie's great and he will get on. We, yeah, but like it's just that thing because Dior does it. Like he was like, oh man, you like he 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 saw me with like some pants on or something and was like, ooh, like dressing better now. You out there? You get? I'm like, yeah. nigga, I ain't never been a bum. Yeah, what yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I rocks with Dior though, even though I I had to say like, guy. yo, like you know, chill like, out, because I well not even chill out, but just like yo, you know, I want to be in like I want to be in the shows. I'm not yeah. too good for that. My yeah. big thing you is know? I want to. Be a cast member of SNL before I host it, yeah. Because I want to be respected as a comedian. Like when I watch Bill Hader come back and host, the yeah. show is always like when the hosts come back. When when former cast members come back and host, the show is always the best of the year because the funniest stuff gets in the show and stuff yeah. like that. I'm just like I want because be they know there's a respect, yeah. there's yeah. a respect yeah. to them. Yeah. Whereas like you know you can see like the writers, you can see how the writers respect the host according to the monologue. Yeah. Like in the monologue, if they're having them sing or do something like that, they don't respect them. They're just like, yeah, you're not funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't respect you at all. But when Chris Rock comes through, when uh, yeah, Chappelle, Chappelle comes through, Louis C.K., Louis C.K., yeah. uh, you know Bill Hader, uh, Tina Fey, yeah, they have them do 
real monologue. Yeah. yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, and but it's like Tiffany Haddish as well. Yeah. They had her do a real monologue. It was like, you're funny. Yeah. Also remember, though, remember that some people don't know how to react to people who they think are their peers becoming something, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's nothing against you. Yeah. And I think we also, when we do get on, we have remorse for it. Survivor's remorse. Survivor's remorse. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I made it out. I got to do something that we've all been grinding to do. Yeah. Like when, uh, like when I first got that network staffing job, it was like my homies have been trying to write for a long time. Like I made it out. Yeah. Like, and so I'm going to mod rehearsal still and stuff with a bunch of people who are trying to do it and they ain't. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm missing this. And you go into mob rehearsal as an actor, not even as a writer. But that's yeah. weird. But that's the weird thing to me because, and that's why I don't kick it as much at, at UCB or with comedians as much as I used to because, like, I, I see when people, you know, talk behind motherfuckers' backs and, you know, me, I'm the type, I, I talk to your face and you talk to me the same. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like, when people get on, even when I'm broke, I'm happy. I was happy. This is this may sound off topic, but it's it's just my type of spirit. When Future got on. Because I remember when I didn't rock with Future's music, and then he started slowly getting into people's ears, and now he's like Future. Yeah. I don't know this nigga. I don't know him, but I was proud of him. Yeah. The, I'm the same way with Ish. When Ish, with me and Ish was talking, and he was like, you know, you know, I've been, you know, hustling, you know, going to these auditions, da da da, and all of a sudden he booked a pilot. I was mm -hmm. genuinely happy for him. Yeah. I don't care if I got, you know, low funds. I'm happy because I'm like being from Indiana and South Bend, being one of the few to make it out of there. I'm getting love back in my hometown. Yeah, 100%. So, so I'm like, if I'm getting love, why why the hell am I going to act like, why am I not going to share that same love? I don't get mad. when Like, if you made it, if everyone in this room made it, I'd just be happy. Yeah. There's, nothing, yeah. there's no other and I, I like, also emotion think, to, to, to feel, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think it's like a learning opportunity time as well. Like, yeah. you know I mean, like, uh, my, I had a boy, uh, George Lindenberg, when we used to all do stand-up, we used to host a show called Boy Band, and every day he'd be like, I'm going to be in the Spider-Man movie. I'm going to be in the Spider-Man movie. And we used to roast the shit out of him. And then he got into the Spider-Man movie. And then from that, he became uh, one of the leads in Brigsby Bear. And then from there, he's oh, wow. uh, one of the co-leads in Love, Simon. And now he's going to be the lead in the new Transformer movies. Oh, That's wow. tight. Uh, and, like, originally, uh, his name is George Lindenberg. This is, oh, he's the black kid with the hair. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, I used to, uh, I was like, how can I learn from this? And what I took away from it was, when you say your goals, you're more likely to complete them. Yeah. When everyone knows of your goals, then it can be like, oh, that's what that dude's about. He's trying to do this. Let me see if I have anything that I can help him do with it, along with being a good person and stuff like that. Mm. And it's the same that I've kind of learned from you, Carl, and I've kind of learned from Phil and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, you can be mad about these people, and you can be mad at they're doing things, or you can be like, what are they doing that I'm not? That's kind yeah. of, yeah. And start reflecting on your own. That's 100%. my type of jealousy that I have. Like, I'll wholeheartedly admit when, because I've been wanting to be on SNL for years, mm. when I was a child. Then this year, every year it feels like it gets closer and closer. Yeah. Especially when your friends start getting on. So two of my friends got on. Three Heidi. of my friends. Heidi from the pilot. She was in uh, Small Victories with oh, us. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, and then Chris Red, who I came up with through Second City. And then uh, Gary, Gary Richardson, Richardson who's yeah. also I came up with through Second City. They're all on the Gary's a writer, Chris on the, on the cast, and Heidi's on the cast. And I was just like, man. Like, the every single one of those people deserve it 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no question in my mind they do. What the fuck am I doing wrong that I also don't deserve? But we watched it light a fire in you, though. Yeah, well, and you've yeah, been yeah. coming at this shit hard since. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, but it's also the thing of like, how what was I not doing before? But check you know? this out. Don't That's also, true. That is true. Also, don't discredit the things that you've gotten that you've gotten along the way. True, and don't discredit the things that 
the the doors that's been shut in their faces. Because Heidi was on that pilot that got canceled before yeah. she got SN- SNL. Mm-hmm. So she got an L before she got that win. Yeah. She and, got an L before she got the SN. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go, you motherfuckers. This has been an hour and 40 minutes of serious talk. I just hit you with some heat. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It's like... When people get jealous of me, I don't I don't get it. And I don't I don't think too many people do. Hopefully not, but it's like, yo, like you jealous of me like I was broke before Atlanta came out. Yeah, respect mm-hmm. my L. Like I was I was broke. Like no one was no one was envying me when I was like calling my dad for for the, the rainy day fund. Yep. No one no one was jealous of that. No one wanted me wanted to be me then. No one wanted to help me then. Yeah. Real. So if you don't if you're not gonna be jealous of me during that point, you don't get to be jealous of me yeah. when I'm winning. And jealous yeah. is the wrong word. It's more of just being like, I have to figure out. Like, for me, I'm saying. There yeah. are people who are jealous. Yeah. But they're also, like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Something I'm not doing. It's a fire. Yeah. If my for you, friends, Carl, it's a fire. Yeah. It's a fire that lights yeah. under you. Well, that's an opportunity to learn. And hopefully that person's, you know, you know, humble enough to reach out. Because my boy, you met him, Gover, mm-hmm. uh, the crazy guy from last night who asked a ton of questions. That's He's a fucker. He's hilarious though. I'm telling you, he's gonna he's gonna be something. I don't know I don't know what he's gonna be, but he's gonna be something big. When, when that right person sees him, he's gonna be something. But I have no problem because him coming from my city, me talking to him and telling him about my experiences and telling him about private things that I'm going through, just to inspire him and also put him on game to yeah. what he should do. Is he acting out here? Is he? He's hosting. He's uh, he does music. Believe it or not, and he, and he, he's. You just gotta follow him. Southeast Airlines. I, um, Southeast. That's Airlines. that's his real. That's this motherfucker is crazy, man. He's I crazy. tell you, he came he came up last night. And anybody who comes up to you after a comedy show and tries to out funny you, I'm like a little bit like, all right, man. Yeah. RJ, who's your boy? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he immediately approached like me, Ify and Ronnie. And yeah. was like doing bits, and I'm like, yeah. I don't get these bits, dog. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. What is this? I don't. Is this genuine? Yeah, but you you co-signed him. No, he's like, a good. No, him. I put him. Okay, so I shot this little short, and it's just a little short. I put uh, uh, me Paul Dupree in it. I wrote it. Paul's um, my guy. We gotta have him on the. Podcast. Oh yeah, y'all definitely gotta have Paul up in that joint. Uh, but I had Gover in it just because he's hilarious and his energy is great. Yeah, like he like when he's trying to outfund you, it's not a competition. That's he was doing that to everybody. He was yeah. doing that to all the all the girls, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's just his character because he's an open guy. It, it, you know, sometimes it's hard to take him seriously, but he's hungry. And I, I told him, like, he should get into, like, stand-up. He should get into, like, comedy for it. What is yeah. that y'all passing around? <laughs> Somebody, Somebody made, made us keychains. Key What's the... Uh, oh, that's like, a key faces. The Fierce King made us keychains. Is that the same dude that made the... Uh, let me, let me it's the same yeah. guy who made the embroidery. The yeah. embroidery? Anybody that's who... Dope. Anybody who puts my hat on in anything. I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. You can say he asked because he sent them to us. Yeah. We'll Shout hit you out. up with a way to send them to us. Oh, that is it. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. What's his so name? At Fierce the King Fier- again? The Fierce King. The Fierce King. The underscore Fierce King. Shout, Shout him out. out. Yeah. Shout out, man. Ty go, Zuniga. Thank you so much. Go, uh, if you're listening to this, go find him. We'll we'll put it, we'll put a, we'll put them on uh, our social media so yeah. we can get them some shouts out. Uh, we didn't mean to cut you off. Though. Oh, no. That's all good. I also yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. a slight that he made us light skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all. <laughs> We yellow. Very tan. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't find he couldn't you know, find. the right beads. I don't know. Let's give him let's give him a little bit of a But but I got the but oh no, I got the mentality where it's like if I see someone come up or someone's, you know, better off, that's the mentor opportunity. That's because that's the opportunity to cuz I'm a college dropout, so I feel like mm-hmm. I'll forever be a student. Yeah. I'll right. always be a student. Same. So, I'm learning from these people from from these people. Yeah. I, I you know, and it, it'll light a fire under your ass. Yeah, but I focus on the learning. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't. I didn't lose. It was. And and if there's a job that you get or don't get, it, it'll be yours or it won't be yours. Mm-hmm. All the jobs I didn't get, like the job Briggsby Bear, 
I didn't get that. I, I got a callback for that. Oh, for, for real? For, for, for his role. But I didn't get that. And I was like, man, I didn't get this. I didn't get the Issa Rae joint. I didn't get the Insecure to play her, her younger brother. Oh, you would have been great at that. Yeah, that's what uh, Vicky Thomas, the casting director, she said, I thought it, was, it should have been you. But I didn't get all that because I had to get Atlanta. Yeah. You Max. know? So yeah, any a big role in that show. It, it, it's, I bet you George wanted that too. I bet you George is sitting at home, be like, "Man, f- man, I'm happy I got Briggsy Bear, but goddamn, I wish I got Atlanta." It, it comes full circle. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't cry. I try not to cry over spilled milk. I just try to f- uh, focus on what's on my plate, you know. Beautiful. Today, yeah. that's beautiful. Love that, yeah. man. Love Speaking that. of Love crying that. over spilled milk, it's time for y'all to cry right now because we, we got to get up out of here. Out of here. Yeah, uh, RJ. What's you, what you got coming down the pipe, man? What you want to you you got something you want people to besides Atlanta? Yeah, uh, keep watching Atlanta Thursdays on FX. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it. It's a dope ass show. Man. You should fucking watch it. Yeah. Uh, what else, man? What else you got? All right, down so the pipe? there's this. Uh, I did a supporting role for a film coming out. It's called Spinning Man. Uh, it has Pierce Brosnan, Jeez. Guy Pierce. Uh, my scenes is mostly with Alexandra Ship and Guy Pierce. Uh, it also has Mini Driver in it. Dope. And last week, what I will be filming this week, uh, I didn't tell anyone else this, but I'm going to say it here because these are my people. Ah, Culture uh, Kings exclusive. So Amy, Amy, Amy Poehler, uh, she's going to uh, start directing a film called Wine Country. Her, oh, Tina yeah. Fey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that on Split Cider. Yeah, her, Tina Fey, Rachel Drash, Maya Randolph. Maya Rudolph. Rudolph. Sorry, people used to call me Randolph. Maya Rudolph and uh, you know a few other amazing uh, women in comedy. And I will be playing an artist slash dancer in this project. Hey, so we start with only. only. Yeah. Shout out, dude. So look Fuck forward yeah, to man. that. Uh, no spoilers, as no spoilers. usual. Um, yeah. But we also got some other things coming down the pipeline, so stay tuned. Follow me at I am RJ Walker. That's I A M R J Walker. Hell yeah. Follow only on Instagram. Follow him only on Instagram. Yeah. Watch him on Atlanta. Keep an eye out for RJ. Catch him in these streets, man. If you ever yeah. doing something else at UCB, man, like come out, see him, make you laugh on stage. I'll let me, man, man. Yeah. I, I'm trying to do shows with people, man. Like, yeah, I'm, dude. I'll hit you up to do a show. I'll hit you up to do a show. Hit me up, cause I be, cause I be like eating off these, uh, you know, jams and stuff. But I'm trying no, to do a man, show, show. I'll get you. I'll get you on the show. Yeah, man. We I produce shows at the theater, and we all fucking do enough shows where we can get people. We we got you, man. I'll let me. We man. got you. We got you. Uh, and we got y'all at Culture Kings Pod. On Instagram, on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook, talk to us. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yo, leave us a review, five star review. We just gave you an hour and fifty minute fucking episode, so go ahead and rate that shit, motherfuckers. We like you, we love you, Carl. Hit us up with a deep cut of the week, and let's get the fuck out of here. Since we were talking about new Jack Swing era music, I'm gonna hit y'all up with a new Jack Swing, uh, great one, a uh, one that everybody needs to know. I, th- I think that most of y'all know this. I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, play you and say that you don't know it. But if you don't know it, now you know it. And this is the 1989. Shout out to everybody born 1989, my brethren. Uh, this is Bobby Brown mm. with Every Little Step I Take. Hell yeah. Thanks for being on, RJ. Thanks for having me. We'll be back. <laughs>